Okay, okay. I know you've read or heard about that game, movie, or comic, blah, blah, but you haven't heard it from us. So chill, relax, let us talk all about it before you log off. Oh my gosh, everybody. The thirst is absolutely real. I am Sir Aaron Carter, and you're listening to Before You Log Off. And I am here, of course, with the internationally known Stephen Gutierrez. Hi, how are you? And Mm -hmm. I am here as well with the best goalkeeper this side (laughs) of the Mississippi, Ray Ray. How you doing? Also known as a 4K crybaby. Hello. AKA 4K Crybaby. Yes. <laughs> yes. That is hilarious. Uh, if you guys didn't know, we, we I don't know. Did I post that in the Discord? I uh, no, don't just know. in our Twitter chat. But yeah, um, yeah. Twitch, they posted something on Twitter. We have a, um, our, not we, uh, <laughs> Twitch <laughs> UK posted uh, a thing so you can name your PC gamer name, right? Or just PC name? Yeah, your PC gamer name, I guess, something like that. Basically, you just take your first letter of your name and your birth month, and then they have words attached to it. Everybody's done it before. It's on social media all day. Like, it's it's everything. Yeah. But uh, apparently, Rachel got 4K Crybaby. Steven, what did you get? Uh, Gamer Missile. Uh, Apparently, uh, my name is a brand of uh, adult toys. (laughs) There you go. That are uh, shaped like it's controllers or like something? Missiles? It's in the name. Jeez, man. Oh, okay. Jeez. I mean, yeah, okay. I guess that's uh, a. Yeah, it's coming to a store near you. Gamer Missiles. Well, uh, I got uh, I got Headshot Master, which is, I mean. See, that's not bad. That's pretty good. So is 4K Crybaby. It's pretty, it's pretty good. It's, it's hilarious, pretty. to be honest. It's pretty good. It's a good one, yeah. Gamer Missile? I mean, Gamer you, Missile isn't bad. Unless I, you I just, just have a perverted mind. I had or, well, I had to have one to make it a business. Or so you can think of it as you just bring pleasure to ladies. All nah. right, awkward silence <laughs> over everybody. That's good. I, so, I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> That's good enough right there. Um, That's no. good enough. Uh, See, I, I'm just saying, you just got to learn how to spin it, bro. You just got to learn how to see, spin it. That's, Sir that's Bush all is it right. Means. I got your gamer missile. And then yeah. that's just the tagline, you know? Yeah, there you go. Yo, I'm going to go in the corner and cry now because I'm yo, cry, baby. You'll be fine, you'll everybody. Be fine. Uh, we are on the very last episode of Bilo for the year, everybody. 2020 has been uh, filled with ups and downs. We started off strong in the beginning of the year, and then we took a small dip in the middle when uh, the pandemic busted out and said, you guys can't be in the same room as each other anymore. Uh, and Bilo, like always, evolved and overcame our um, our differences. Uh, that's the difference between us and the virus. Uh, <laughs> and we I, was like, it, I was like, do we hate each other? I mean, and we, kinda, we brought right? it. Nah, we don't hate each other. And we, well, I mean, it's okay. you keep drinking that white claw like it's water, then maybe <laughs> that'll be a thing. It tastes like water, man. That's disgusting. H2O in it. That's disgusting. I doubt that. Where's Jerry? I, I need my my fellow alcoholic here. Jerry couldn't be with us tonight. That's right. He was off on an emergency. Uh, and yeah, so it's a three man party here. Or three person party. Excuse three me. Person. Excuse well, what about, me. What about Beth? 
We never count her. Uh, <gasps> Beth is always here, though. She's intern. She's intern. She's always. She's not people yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's intern. You don't yeah, treat intern. interns. Yeah, yeah, no. Maybe Capitalism. in 2021. Maybe in 2021, she might get promoted. Maybe. Uh, Who knows? Maybe. We'll see. Who you got to stick around, everybody. Depends if around. our fans have found the actress. We'll see. No, oh I would. God. I would. I would love that. No, I would, I would love that. Uh, also, we did a uh, cameo on another podcast everybody yes we did yes, yes we, we did. did uh it was kind of our first merging i guess you would say of, of uh, podcasts. Co- collaboration right collaborations yeah, yeah. collaboration yeah collaboration and Rachel, uh, you were in the chat on that one right you got to see us yeah i was in there for a bit uh, and it, I, I don't believe it's out just yet because I, I know that um, he goes through and he edits like crazy. Um, yeah, he the, said it would the, be out the in podcast. Like two weeks, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because the holidays and stuff and mm-hmm. are kind of in the way, so uh, or not in the way, but they're coming up, so people are taking days off. I believe uh, is uh, I'll just call him SK Pac Man. Because I don't know if he wants to put his real government out there. Yes. <laughs> yeah, SK Pac Man. Okay. SK Pac Man invited us onto his show, Secret Stage Podcast, and we were on that. We were talking about Twitch culture. And then you guys know how Bilo does. We oh, tangent yeah. like crazy. So Let's we do. went all over the place on that one. And it was actually really good. Like, listen, like I wasn't part of the show that time because I was busy doing other stuff, but just listening as like just a listener, it was really entertaining. And it was cool like to see you guys on the show. Yeah, I had fun. I yeah, had it was fun. a it was a fun experience. Um, we definitely gotta gotta get them on the show when we can. And uh, oh yeah, sh- we talk we, about maybe streaming uh, some phasmophobia later on. So we'll yeah, see. playing like see a little happens. multiplayer game with them and stuff like that. I believe they should be our first um, guest of the new year for our new episode. Which would be, I believe, like January eighth or something like that. Will be yeah. the first time we get back together. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. So I, I mean, and I, I want to plan something special because they'll technically be our very first guest ever on this podcast, and we've been around very for at true. least two years now, which yeah. is crazy to think that it's been literally it's, two years. It's coming that we've up. Done this. It's coming up. I feel like I should have probably put something together of like the highlights. Of this year, but could have I didn't. Cactar Rachel in it. I could have as well. Mm-hmm. What we just mentioned Cactar Rachel, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we did. Oh, last night when we yeah. were playing uh, that wizard game. That's yeah. right. That's right. Wait, what? Stephen and I were playing a video game last night. We were testing out some um, some parsec, some parsec, because we want to. So we're going to start doing YouTube videos as well, everybody. Um, we're going to try to capture the first moment of Rachel playing old school video games that she never got to play before. Um, the, the education of, of Rachel. You know, yeah. And you know what's crazy? Like, so you've been a gamer, Rachel, for a long time, probably since, you know, as long as you can remember, right? Yeah. And you just like you didn't have those games at the time or, uh, you know, maybe you just were like, I'm Sega, not Nintendo at the time as a kid and stuff like that. So you just never really picked up a Nintendo, right? Uh, I was my family was poor, so we only had the Sega and Dreamcast. We didn't have. First of all. All right. Let's Nintendo. let's time out. Let's time out. <laughs> my That's family my was poor. We only had two consoles. <laughs> yeah. 
Poor, no, when you're poor, you have no consoles. You have the GameCast or something like that. You have the generic knockoff. But Jeez. if you had a console, I'm not going to put you in the poor category. Like, there were I'm kids that, that didn't have sword. it. I, wow. I, I think my mom got a Nintendo from a yard sale uh, when I was younger. And then they actually bought the Sega, which was surprising. But I have two games. It was like Sonic 2. Uh And I don't remember the other one. Probably some shitty baseball game. (laughs) How many games did you have, Rachel? Uh, All right. I I, I feel like a list is coming out. 10 games? Yeah. Poor, though, huh? (laughs) Poor, though. To be honest, honest, for like realsies, uh, my dad was just really into video games. And so I just kind of played whatever like games and consoles he played because we just Mm. played them together. Nice, nice. Yeah. So, like, Take- one of my first games was actually Doom on PC, like the original. I remember it being on like a little like floppy disk and everything. Oh yeah, that's the right. Floppies. On like old oh. school uh, PC, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I guess I could have said uh, Oregon Trail on the on the computers no, no. on the first. How, how long did you play that though? Thing. But like, how long did you actually uh, play that? You know what? I played the shit out of that actually because again. Mother came through on a yard sale and got one of those old ass computers that had the green text. Uh-huh. I don't know. Don't ask me what model, but it had a green text and it had it came with a bunch of floppy disks and uh, Oregon Trail was on there and I played the shit out of that. And there was also like an Olympian like track and field game on there, which I was also addicted to. Don't know why. Okay, so apparently my now that I mean now that you guys are like talking about it. Apparently my childhood with consoles um, were was 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 pretty all right. Was was actually pretty all right because I lived in an apartment, of course, and there was other kids in the apartment, and they had consoles and video games too, and we constantly traded and swapped like you know different games and stuff like that and i remember at one point i got my hands on the like nintendo power mat for that track and field game that's crazy i remember playing that 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 you would play that today you all would play that today that's basically basically the switch so the power mat was a thing where it was, I can't remember how many buttons were on. It was a, it was a mat that you put on the ground. Oh, and like the eat, DDR mats almost? Like a DDR mat. Okay. Yes. Similar. A thousand percent. Yeah. And there was a track and field game on there where you could race each other. And it was how fast you can like jog in place, smashing the buttons, A, B, A, B, A, B, A, B on the pat, on the, on the mat as fast as you can to get your character running as far. And then they had like the long jump where you had to smash the button, smash the button, and then jump in the air and try to get as much hang time as you can and then land with two feet on the buttons at the same time. And then your character would run. I swear that was that was the greatest freaking experience at that time for that game. And I remember the game wasn't mine. I just remember we had the mat. And another friend ended up having the game because you play the game with the controller, but that's boring. You know, you're not you're not trying to play the game. You're trying to run on a mat and make a lot of noise in your upstairs apartment so your downstairs neighbors could hate you all together. So when you first mentioned it, I was like, loser. But you explained it like that's actually pretty cool. I'd play that. That's crazy. People would play it today if it was still a thing. Uh, I was just thinking of it being like the power glove. 
and how terrible never that was. See, that's, that's never fancy that. shit. All I, had I, was, I never had that. But. I'd hit the arrow left and arrow right as fast as possible to run in my track and field game. Yeah, yeah, that's how and you played it with the, the controller. Pixel, like, moving. It was, yeah. Mind you, it was on one of those old shitty green uh, computers uh, with green techs. Mm-hmm. Whatever we used before Microsoft anything. Um, I think it was probably Apple. Apple was, 1 yeah, or 2 it, or something like that. It was I'm, what I'm computer sure. programmers used to program. Linux? So in the very beginning. I don't, I it don't was, know. It was an old ass computer. And I, again, this and it wasn't when those came out. This mm-hmm. was like mid 90, like 96. Oh, <laughs> this man. Was, Get your and life then, together. Uh, what is it? I think yeah like uh, we got a playstation one uh i think a couple years after it it came out my parents surprised us again didn't really have a lot of games for that a lot of demo discs i mean demo discs just got you through shit ton of demo discs yeah like demo yeah nonstop. i think oh god was tony hawk pro skater on the playstation one yeah or is a game called yeah, I played that warehouse. Um, the very first level demo warehouse. Yeah, so many times for the two minutes it was the greatest thing in my life. And then one year um, to kind of go back, we went to Reno, and for some reason, all my siblings and I we saved up all our tickets and got a Dreamcast from it. We actually got one of the systems. We saved up that many because we were there for like a week and we got that many tickets to get a dreamcast when it was like playstation 2 and shit was out like it's a bad but see the dreamcast was was still this dreamcast was still a good system because it was great me and my friends were still playing that um when the playstation 2 and everything was still out as well yeah Yeah. because we were playing sports games like we played uh the 2k series those still were dominant over all the other sports games at the time. Yeah. Minus like Madden and stuff like that. But when 2K was out, they were the, the, the king of the ring. The so. bees knees. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's where I actually found um, what like emulators were. Because a friend oh, yeah. of ours had um, all the Nintendo games. And then a disc with like all the Sega games on, on these CD-ROMs that would work on the Dreamcast. So we would just play those like all the time. Because it was games that we weren't able to really get back back in the day mm-hmm. it was great good times man good times so i'm excited to uh to see how rachel responds to she's she's a, a veteran gamer going to be playing some old school games that technically should be easy because oh. apparently games is that what i grew up with I mean, some of no. them might be platformers. Some of them might not be platformers. This is old school, so we don't. Yeah. We, we'll see. And I, actually, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll even because nothing is off limits when it limits whenever it comes to the video games uh, or the the you know the library. So we'll we'll figure out how to actually um, which games you should play and stuff like that. Okay, you know, I, I was reading chat and everything, and somebody mentioned Zelda, and I was like, oh yeah. I did play the first Zelda. I'm not sure if like that was also available for Sega, but I might have had Nintendo for a brief moment. That's like the only game I played. Did you say available for Sega? I don't she know. She did. She did. Um, 
And for that, I'm sorry, yeah. I apologize. Everybody. I said I don't know if it was. A, I don't remember. I was. Really, I apologize. Really uh, I um. I don't know what to. Uh, yeah. I don't know if it was well, just like you know Nintendo exclusive. Nintendo exclusive indeed it was. <laughs> Always. A full Nintendo exclusive. I think uh, even uh, nowadays you can get like Sonic games for Nintendo, so. Yeah, because Sega died out uh, as a console maker and they went straight into just software making. Software, so, yeah. yeah, that's that's all that's kind of all it is. But Nintendo, they hold on to their licenses with the uh grimmest of death grips. Mm-hmm. So they will never let anybody never let anybody nope. touch them honestly I, so, I would actually love to play some like uh 64 games with you guys like the original smash bros because that's like, oh i'm down yeah. that was like my first like real nintendo console was like getting into 64 and playing that and like mario kart and just all the original mario party games so, so I like it, it that's yeah. a good system you know it's a good system to, it's still almost i believe i feel like it's one of my favorite systems of all time it's definitely like in the top three number one so the same thing. Game, GameCube was good too because I bought that before I bought anything else like an Xbox or anything. Actually, I never, I never owned a PlayStation Two or Xbox, but um, GameCube was the one that I that I would go to. So the Game GameCube was sick. Yeah, GameCube was was, was good. Uh, and speaking of Nintendo, Sir Butch brought it up. That's one of the things we're going to be talking about today. Nintendo had a direct, and they came out and showed Mario Land. And I'm so excited for it. So there's a couple of features in this in this uh, in this park. Steven, you didn't get to see the video just yet, right? Um, I've I've seen like small short videos of them just kind of like showing the park real quick, mm-hmm. but uh-huh. nothing in depth. Like it looked kind of small to me from the pictures I've seen, but I think it might have just been the picture itself. So. Shigeru Miyamoto, legend mm. of Nintendo. If you guys don't know, he is like the guy that created Nintendo. He put it all on his back. Mario made Zelda. Uh, I believe he did Metroid. Like he is the one that is responsible for everything. He takes you around the park and he shows off some of the features that are going to be in the park. And the Japanese one, I believe right now is what they, they showed. Um, so you go into the park you're in the tunnel and i believe this is still like a rough build of the park was that right rachel uh i think it's like pretty much done at this point because i think it's going to like open up sometime next year they're allowed okay yeah hopefully yeah um so you go through the warp tunnel it's like flashing lights all inside i kind of wish it was a little darker just so you kind of got the little feeling like you're in like a real tunnel tunnel or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but I can see the sun like that. That's just me nitpicking. It looks amazing. Like it looks freaking awesome. It really and then when you, like walk, you walked into the game. As soon as you go inside. Yeah. Like you are just you're in Mario world. You're in like, Mario. Yeah. So one thing that I thought was extremely dope was the wristbands that you get. Or whatever. I'm guessing you must buy them in the store or like or at the gate or something like that. I don't know. Cause I didn't see how you get that. But you get a wristband and there'll be blocks around the park that you can hit, like Mario on the bottom. Uh, and you'll you'll accumulate coins. That's like, sick. You could check your app and you'll see that, oh yeah, I hit this one, it had a coin in it or whatever. It's probably like Disney World, because I know they have that same t- same type of thing. 
where like you buy your tickets and they actually send you like a wristband that you wear the entire time and like keeps track uh, of all your fast passes and everything too. That that's that's freaking sick. Yeah. So uh Butch and Chad was saying it's gonna be like Disneyland and, and the magic band. So yeah, the same thing that you know Rachel just said. It's yeah, it, it's wait, do you that keep looks these cool. bands? Yeah, because the them, band, yeah, yeah like you keep the band. I don't know also, if they'll they, be reusable. I mean, like, hopefully they're reusable, but... I would hope so, too. Like, yeah. why would... Would you uh, waste well, them? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that just I, sounds like a lot of, like, wasted plastic for no that's reason. That's like... I mean, I know at Disneyland, that's like a $800 ticket. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. probably more expensive, actually, but... Jesus. So they showed... Uh, Shigeru went around still, and there's little Easter eggs, Mario symbols around the park that you can also, you know... um hit your wristband on and i guess it'll unlock other things as well mm-hmm. um which i thought was pretty cool so if you uh, get a green mushroom they just inject drugs into your system that's terrible to make you feel like to you're, make you feel you like got it's your life like, like oh, oh my gosh i can do anything it's terrible so let me get some of that star power oh <laughs> that's great wow. it's good wow. stuff uh, they have like but a like, little mini game that you can play that looks pretty cool. What are you gonna say, Rachel? I was gonna say like, is this like a its own like park and everything like Disneyland, or is it like an extension like Star Wars Land is to Disneyland? See, that was my question. That was the thing that I was like, I don't know yet. Like, I don't know if this is gonna be an extra little side thing, or is this gonna be its own park as well inside of Universal? Yeah, because, like, either way, like, I'm I'm super excited, and once, like, you know, like, the pandemic is gone, we should go, and I'm going to make you guys come with me, so. Well, like, I have no problem with that. Yeah, is yeah. That, you got to start saving that, up, man. Is that here? Or no, it's in Japan. Japan. So, We're making in, an no, international so trip for Bilo. They're going to, they're putting one in Japan, they're putting one in LA and Orlando as well, and then they said Singapore, LA I believe, is the other one. LA won't be good. There's not enough room. Yeah, Singapore is the one that's going to be in Asia. So here's the thing. This is why this is I said everything that's on there looks dope. Mm-hmm. Um, the the castle that you can go inside, Peach's and castle. then they have yes. they they have like little boxes that you can put your wristband up if you want to get the large box or the small box, and then you'll get a random prize that'll go onto your app as well. So like either a whole bunch of coins or something like that. They didn't really tell me what the coins are for. Like what are you using them? You know. Obviously, to escape the park, you need at least one million coins. That's terrible to be allowed to live. But they got the Mario Kart. I know they showed uh, pictures of that, which that looks just freaking sick um, to be able to race. And then, did you see that the Mario Kart looks like it has AR technology on there? Oh, son of a bitch! That's yeah, dope. yeah. I think it's like you can throw items at people too, kind of like in the games. And it'll yeah. affect their car. Like, yeah. install the car out. I think so. so. I don't know. They so didn't show any of that. Spin just all it of a sudden. I would be throwing bananas all day long. It, oh, it looks. Boy. It looks dope. Like if you can do that, stuff like that, it's fucking cool, yeah, man. I, I would. I would be so hyped. So, so this was the thing I was talking about, Rachel. I like it. I like everything about it. Yes. My only concern is that it's too small. And yeah. there are going to be, a th- th- think about you waiting in a line to hit a block just to try to see if you can get some coins out of it. I know. I know. That's like, that's how Disneyland feels now. And it really fucking sucks. 
uh it's just uh I don't know. I miss like just being able to run around and be able to just like go up to something like at Disneyland, but now you have to wait in like long lines. And I'm pretty sure that's what's going to happen here too. Like you're just going to wait like three hours to say hi to Mario for five seconds. Because it reminded me when we were in LA for Emma's birthday and Harry Potter world or whatever. And I was like, you know, some of the things were cool that you can go around and, you know, do the wave your wand and it'll something in the, the world will um you know change or something like that yeah or move but i remember when we were trying to do it uh at one station and then a line started to form i'm like i could just see that with all the little mini things that happened Mm -hmm. at mario i can see because it's gonna be popular yeah like and i see so many people like replying to it and they're like oh my god that's the first thing we're gonna do after this pandemic and i'm like See, Mm yeah and i'm like everybody and their mom's gonna be there how are we gonna how am I going to hit the block? How am I going to get to the Cooper <laughs> shells? How am I going to do anything? Yeah. Like it's so I, and then I'm going to want a Mario Kart. Oh, and yeah. not just once. Like no, I'm not going to yeah. get in there and just be like, oh yeah, now I'm done. I'm going to no. want to go multiple times. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. So how long is that line going to be? Am I going to have to well, wait know, for. Was I think like, was it the, the go-karts or whatever at Disneyland? I think that's like what a five hour wait. So. Oh, yeah, see. Mm. Frick, yeah. yeah, so, I mean, like, hopefully with the bands, like, that, that you get for the, the park and everything, they could be, like, a fast pass, and you could possibly skip lines, but even then, I feel like that's going to be backed up with so many people wanting to go. Yeah. So, uh, Lost Sheep in chat was talking about me trying to stream when we were in uh, L.A. and stuff like that, and I, I, I totally was going to. But that was one of those things where I was like, I wanted to kind of be more in the moment, you know, in the moment, uh, yeah. as opposed to. So, like, when we go to Mario World, I'll stream that. Yeah, like, that's just that's going to be a buy low blog right there. Yeah, that, that'll be that'll that's, be dope. It's going to happen. If I could find some way to stream while I'm on the Mario Kart uh, thing going around, that'd be yeah, in freaking, first person. That'd be epic. Yeah, that we, would uh, be all of us can go. Except for Emma, because she doesn't play Nintendo. So I'm like, you got to play the games first if you want to come to this Dang. park with us. Yeah, that's, them is the rules. That is yeah. the rules, actually. Yeah. You don't get a wristband yeah. or anything. Yeah, and until she <laughs> does, we'll just throw bananas at her. She won't get the reference. <laughs> I like this plan. Throw blue shell better. What if they stopped her at the door and be like, oh, I'm sorry, Xbox World is over there? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's not built yet? So, uh, oh, too bad. Yeah, <laughs> too bad. They just blow a little flute, and then fucking Goomba comes and takes her out. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be great. Make it happen, Nintendo. Yeah, make it happen. Yeah. We'll get you, we'll get you a list of people that don't. So here's the thing, right? So this is Universal Studios, right? Right now it's in Tokyo. So that's what it is. Yeah, it's Universal yeah, Studios Japan. Japan. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. So. And they're talking about doing one in the U.S. Uh, two places, Orlando and L.A. Yes. Okay, so so at the, the Universal Studios in L.A., they had the Simpsons World, right? Yeah. Yes. So now that Simpsons area, since Simpsons now belongs to Disney, do you think they'll replace it Ooh. with this Mario Land? Or do you think they have – I mean, I imagine there's some contracts for, like, longevity and stuff. Um, I don't – I don't know. Hey, um, so I wonder if they will slowly phase out that you know the the crust uh, was it the crusty burger or whatever and the, the crusty burger and, and the quickie mark. Yeah. yeah, 
I remember all. I, yeah. I wonder I if they're going to phase that out then. Cause it's not, it's not, uh, well, it was a Fox property. I can Man. see them doing that. I can see them phasing it out and putting in the Mario world. I mean, it'll fit right in the middle there. Yeah. Um, I feel like it'd be better. Cause I don't know. I love the Simpsons when it first came out. Original Simpsons. Perfect. Simpsons now utter garbage. It's not good. And I feel like a lot of kids aren't really into it anyways. So. But see, they could put that though in Disneyland now. Yeah, they could put in like was it the California Adventure side? That would be perfect for it. Yeah, all over. They can they can basically everything that Universal's got in their park now. Disneyland can, you know, do it and probably do it better. To be honest with you, because it's I've never been to Disneyland, Disney. so. What? Uh, I yeah, haven't been there. I told since, you that. I don't remember. I black out this memory, like this information because i can't comprehend it wow literally when we were in la i told you because i, oh, I, I the initial listening. thing wow the the initial thing was we were supposed to go to both yeah yeah, yeah. we were and then we but were then, uh, this year we were actually supposed to go for like was it the disneyland like a uh, halloween event that they have and we were going to go in between mm. mine and emma's birthday so it'd be like a joint birthday thing but then you know pandemic yeah this year or the year Maybe one day. there's a there's a um because like I remember there was a 90s night at Disneyland and they were doing yeah. they had like goof troop uh, the goofy movie people all out and all the retro songs and everything were playing and I was like yeah I want to go that night whatever yeah. that is but it was like a once a year event or something like that I'm like yeah now then I got to yeah. plan around going there it's dope because uh, yeah. that's I got that's my favorite uh, Disney movie goofy movie so. Yeah, but I, I don't know. It just it just reminded me because we had a whole discussion while we were in line at the, the Harry Potter thing on how small the, the place was. In my opinion, I was like, this could be gigantic. You could make like a full blown one for one recreation of the entire island of Hogwarts. Why not go that far? I know, right? Like, like I, I would totally go there because like, so, like Hogwarts, you Diagon Alley, like. Yeah, uh, Hogsmeade and all those places. Do yeah. the whole thing. Get rid of it. Harry Potter's been canceled. Get rid of it. Scrap the whole <laughs> thing. We scrap the whole thing. Uh, but the thing I'm talking, uh, uh, the thing, I, the thing I'm talking about though is just like let's. Why not expand it for like the Mario thing? Like you know, let's get a like if the instead of Mario thing, like why don't it just be Nintendo World? Mm-hmm. Or is it is Super Nintendo World? Is that what it's called? Or is it called Mario World? I think it's called Super Nintendo World. Super Nintendo World, and then hopefully, like they'll expand it even more. But like in Universal, I think they even have like a Pokemon section at like a the one in Japan at least. Oh, Rachel, you showed me a smaller version of uh, the video because there's different wristwatches. He oh, had really? the Mario one. Uh-huh. There's a Luigi, a Peach, a oh, uh, a go. Yoshi, a Toad, and they're all different colors. Color Oh my god! I get color. the Peach one. Yep. That is dope. That is, I wonder how, see, I got to see how much. And the the wristbands, they look sick too. They, they, they look extremely sick. Yeah. Like if they broke it up, I'm looking at chat right now. Butch uh, said, uh, can you imagine a Nintendo world with Metroid and Star Fox Mm. attractions? If you got a like a little ride to where you're going around the the galaxy and uh in a Star Fox's ship or whatever. Yeah, like Space Mountain but Star Fox and they do like a little barrel roll. Yes. That would be you just do the same thing with like 
the Mario Kart, right? Similar, but you mm-hmm. just make them all Star sh- uh, uh, Star Fox ships, and then it's and then just put it in like a black room with like space star themes everywhere. And you just make people <laughs> find each other and shoot each other with the AR. Wow. Uh, oh my god! Stuff. Well, not not AAR, but you know what I mean. The yeah, augmented yeah. Like reality. laser tag, like yes, laser tag laser slash tag. bumper cars. But that would be amazing. Oh, that would be kind of dope too. Really like cool. if everything was just pitch black, yeah. And then it's just like yeah, your ships are up. illuminated, you see, like stars, like on the ceiling and on the ground, so it's like you're floating. Oh my god, I would be so about that. I used to be obsessed with bumper cars, so yeah. yeah. Oh man, yeah, do it all. The, and Nintendo could go all over the place. They got a lot mm-hmm. of properties they can touch on as well. So like, even if they had one Animal part crossing. of the park, Animal Crossing, see, world. they can yes. go Animal Crossing yeah. the world. Ah! Yeah. You'd never leave, though, Rachel. I wouldn't. You'd, I, I, you'd I never leave. There. Mainly because you'd be in debt to Tom. And, uh, <laughs> I'm yeah. okay with this. It's okay. just he's, like, he's like, you thought you were leaving the park before you paid my money? No. <laughs> Sorry. He throws her a Princess Peach outfit. Wear this now. Work that money <laughs> off. Said you work for me now. You, you know what? I now. would gladly accept that. I'd be like, all right, guys. See ya. I'm staying but here. See, <laughs> but something like that like with all the different attractions and everything that uh, that would be there would be big enough to have everybody to have a bunch of people get those type of experiences and it wouldn't feel overcrowded and big Jeez. if they just flooded with all their properties, a oh, little man. Metroid area, a legend of Zelda dude, area, dude, a donkey Kong like country uh, section yep. where it's just jungle themed. Like no, it would be, cool. it'd be ridiculous. Like lost, lost sheep in chat. You can have a Hyrule castle. Just mm-hmm. that would be that'd be sick. So when I went to E three two years ago, three years ago, or something like that, last time I went to E three, they took out a whole section of the convention center and transformed it into Hyrule. Wait, and, that's sick. Yeah, and that line to just to play. Um, uh, Breath of the Wild, mm-hmm. and that line That's was like it. wrapped around the convention. But like when you got inside there, it was it, you were in high rule. I was like, this is that's how you do it, though. Like you present stuff like so. I'm like, if they can do that on a small scale inside of the convention center in LA, think about what they could do for a theme park. Like yeah. Nintendo, so Nintendo could be yes. raking up the the dough. So Hire much us, of Nintendo, Hyrus. Uh, yeah, I'll design it for you. Yeah. I'll design if you need some 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 designs, that's for sure. I can help you out with that one. Because, like I said, I always say Mario is the most recognizable figure face figure for video games. Even if you've never played a Mario game, you can look at that face and go, "Oh, I know who that is." He's yeah. like Mickey Mouse. He's yeah, like that's Mario. Yeah. Mario. Yeah. Ma- Mario Brothers. <laughs> so yeah, and then I, the then, crazy part is you can rope in Pokemon. With you this could. whole place, like that's the thing. It's like Nintendo Pokemon. It goes hand in hand. You can I have mean, a Safari Zone right in the middle of somewhere. Oh Good lord! And then you could adopt like you yeah, don't you even Safari need. Zone, and you could adopt a plushie of your Pokemon. Rachel you, was getting overwhelmed. You just don't thought, even. And that's not you even. Don't even need it's, Universal. It's not even real. It's, it's not even real. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, the safari zone would be just like a build a bear type of thing where you go oh in and you God, leave with your sick. with your plushy Pokemon. Four K card baby coming out. That's terrible. Could you imagine though, like with everyone's different? So the Pokemon, yeah, you get, no, it yeah. has four random moves just on the tag, so it tells yeah. you, like, hey, this that, one, blah blah blah. You name it what yeah. you want. It has make, leer. Everything Fuck. is. So, I know. <laughs> Fuck. That'd be terrible. What if, like, instead of a birth certificate too, you get like a little custom Pokemon card of your Pokemon? That'd be crazy. That'd be that'd be that'd be, that'd be very difficult to do for the amount of people that would show up. No, you like put the, it out yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. just they do printer. that with like the. You remember those Yu-Gi-Oh uh, cards that would just print real quick uh, from that from the machine, video game machine? Little, like, uh, yeah, I do, game? dude. It'd I be do. easy for them to do I that do. with Pokemon yeah. cards. Brilliant ideas. Yeah. Here we are. You would have to have like a a, a Pokemon person, Bro, like it's literally on just the side, a program like refilling. He could refilling. dress up as Professor Oak. Scan wow. the barcode; <laughs> it pulls up the Pokemon. <laughs> boom! Prints it out and just make it like four different poses for each Pokemon. You have good. like a million people dressed up as Nurse Joy and Officer Jenny, just walking around and have Team Rocket. I mean, they could too, yeah, because they're all supposed to be like yeah. twins or something like that. Are they all cousins? Get a or real something? horse, set it on fire, let it be a ponytail. <laughs> We're all no. good. It works. No, it <laughs> works. Too far, Stephen. That's terrible. Is that, is that the line, Rachel? <laughs> That's is line. that oh, okay? <laughs> that no, but like little legit, <laughs> Nintendo could make its own universal <laughs> type of uh, theme park with all those different attractions, dude. And they would they would get people to go. They yeah, would like, hands I'm down telling, get people I mean, to I'm go. I'm just crying thinking about it right now. So, like, you can have a monorail system, right? That just like just ferries people around the thing, and just be like, oh yeah, this is a, a like a Lugia or whatever, and it just uses fly to take you where you need to go, and it's just a monorail system that drops you off in different parts of the park. It'd be great. Yeah, Maybe, no. yeah. great. But that's Pokemon Land I inside like a Nintendo Land. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know if it'll ever happen because I don't know if Nintendo has that type of, you know, slush fund like Disneyland or oh. Universal does and stuff like they that. Totally do. But Pokemon, yeah, they 100% do. Yeah, no, I mean, they, they, they're they very wealthy, but like, are they wealthy enough to start their own thing? Maybe this is their first foot into it, actually, though. They have, they have airplanes over there that have Pikachu on it. Let's, let's put this way. Are they smart yeah. enough to hire us? So we can come up with the ideas for this that shit. That's true. Because we just made all those theme parks yes. for free right there. Yeah. You're welcome, and Nintendo. N- now when we see it out there, you can be like, that was my idea. That was <laughs> I my idea. Yeah. I, 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 I did that. I don't know. We'll have to see. I, I can't wait till it opens. Uh, 2021, it'll have uh, its first opening in Japan. And then I think later in the year, it'll be opening in um Orlando and LA. So what? Are, what are like? Like it's a good time now to actually be building these parks because they, most of the parks are closed. Yeah. So yeah. you could just all out construction. I mean, as long as you do it safely, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, no, they can go. They can go full steam and and just like 
every day that they're going, they're just building, building, just building. Because they can just be like, well, it'll build or it'll be up by 2022 type of thing. Like, oh, yeah. that's what we have. We have a whole year to work because the, the park is either all the way closed down or it's um, uh, like partially closed. Like partially closed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like only a limited amount of people. So I just expect for like all like amusement parks and everything, like after this whole year, for every single ride to be like, like fine tuned, like perfection, like no breakdowns whatsoever. Like they better be testing that stuff while like they're gone. So that way, like when we come back, everything will be good. They probably will. Like that job will be fun for the person. Just like, all right, you got to test it. We just tuned it up now, test it before we let it everybody else into the park. Well, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll get right on that. Let me do that. And then, yeah. And they just ride and rides all day. So yeah, it's still, yeah. Until it malfunctions and throws you off the fucking a roller coaster tycoon. Four, 40 foot drop, and then you know your understudy takes your position. So from Mario World, or excuse me, Nintendo World, uh, now we're gonna move into uh, Spoiler World, everybody. So uh, today was the season finale of season two of the Mandalorian. Uh, and if you guys do not, and I repeat, if you do not want to hear any spoilers for Mandalorian, cause we're going to go full into spoiler territory, everybody, yep. you might want to, I don't know. You might want to stop the podcast, go watch stop it. The, yeah. Stop Come the back. podcast stop or, watching the vid. or mute us or something. Come back. And watch uh, it later. I don't know how long we're going to talk about it because we're like almost an hour into stuff uh, and we were just talking about Nintendo and I'm not putting restrictions on us. We're going as far as, you know, as long as we want, but I'm just saying we, you know, we'd spend some time on a subject. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. So tangents, you know, yeah, stage is the last episode of the year, everybody. So it is what it is, but That's season great. two, and we're going to start now. All right, just for you know, the podcast. Let's the gun. And uh, All right, for guys. people on Twitch, we'll be like, "Hey, we're done." Like, do some sort of hand motion. So you yeah, yeah. If you guys are muting us, yeah, we'll do something. Uh, but Mandalorian season two, everybody, final episode. Uh, the baby is captured by uh, uh, Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon, yeah. And yeah. you got you got boba fett you got the mando you got uh what's finnick. her name the finnick yeah Dune, you got uh bo-katan and like her her mando sidekick what was yeah. her name i know her she has a name I she's probably has in the a name, credits. but i don't i she's so good though and but then, she is a wrestler uh sasha banks oh really also didn't, yeah yeah she's a wrestler she's, yeah. she's in wwe i think she's still in there yeah um so I watched it like right when I got home. I was trying to watch it at work, but I couldn't. But I, when it was the fight between her and Boba Fett with Sasha oh, uh, yeah. Banks and Boba yeah. Fett, and they like both shoot their flamethrowers at each other. I was like, this is the sickest thing I've seen in this episode so far. I, I was like, like it's really good. It was a good fight. How, how is nobody else burning from this? Like that fire doesn't just stop. It's concentrated it, fire, man. It's it concentrated goes. fire. It goes out and it will it, explode out. We also got a gigantic uh, confirmation that Boba Fett is not a Mandalorian, everybody. So if but you I were still like, on the fence. I feel like we always, hey. had, that, we always had that confer- like confirmation. No, 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 I feel like people were on the fence. No, well, I feel like there were some people out there. Yeah. yeah. Two episodes ago, they 
I mean, you could have thought that he was because they said this yeah. is my father's armor, blah, blah, blah. But he was Mandalorian. Know, but like everybody has seen the prequels and they've seen Clone Wars and or if they read even like any of the Boba Fett books, like they know that he was never a Mando, like Mandalorian. Well, well, well the books are the, the books are legend. They don't they don't count uh, anymore. Books are legends. You know, I, uh, I still uh, <laughs> Pluto is still a planet. Does, Star Wars books does, are still legit. Does not does not. Uh, so, yeah. but like Stephen was saying a couple of episodes ago, when he showed his like family lineage with the the suit, his father quote-unquote father uh I mean, is, is his father i mean yeah if you you his know his father is amanda i mean if you think about it fathers all donate dna and that's pretty much what uh, i mean he, uh, yeah and he uh, jango did what did what did like what did she call him because she the, called him a clone. She, she yeah, the Mandalorian. No, but she called him something else though. But she called him something else. The the sidekick girl. She wasn't a sidekick, but like the, the um the wrestler girl. She called uh, him something else. I uh, though, but if you thought back two episodes ago when he was uh, showing like his lineage, like my dad fought on mandalore with the during the mandalore war or something like that then you could be like okay your father's a mandalorian i mean kind of makes you i mean your dad's irish you're irish right yeah it's not I mean, like it's you not are like him yeah if it's a clone yes well, you're I mean, technically I like, him i mean like my ancestry is irish but i want to consider myself like actually irish because i wasn't born in ireland i'm not part of that culture but my ancestry is part of it it's so like okay, his, his ancestry is Mandalorian. I, that's in his blood. I, I see that part. I, yeah. No, no, I don't think his. I don't think his dad's is in his blood. I think his dad was a family, wasn't he? No, his dad, his dad was, was a family. No, he, it said, he said he said it was a foundling. Yeah, he fought on he, Mandalore. He, he's like, but he's he like wasn't um, Dinjarin. Yeah, he he yeah, he's, he's a family. He, I thought yeah, Jacob he, Fett was was a Mandalorian. No, he fought. Uh, we well, we got We gonna have to do some. Uh, yeah, see, Chad, Chad is even saying Django was a foundling. What? Yeah, he fought, but he did fight on Mandalore. Yeah. He fought with them during the wars. I mean, in all essence, he is a Mandalorian because he took the oath. Was yeah. raised by Mandalorians. He's just not purebred. He's not Bo-Katan. Yeah. So I, I mean, I guess you could say it's more like Mandalorian. Being Mandalorian is isn't really just blood. Just it's like because it, you know if you're a foundling you could be from anywhere uh you know in the universe is you know and if they find you and make you a mandalorian you're a mandalorian type of situation yeah it's so that's like how adopt, adoptive thing you know yeah yeah, yeah. but so, i think with like boba fett it's different because he wasn't even like a foundling either he was just raised as a foundling son so he he did get a lot of training, but he got more of like the clone trooper training. I mean, te- then, technically, did he get the clone trooper? Did he get the clone trooper training, or did he get training from his father for he, a little bit? He, he got, got training from his father, father, yeah. And then I think like for a bit in the Clone Wars cartoon, he snuck into like the clone trooper training and was doing that for a little bit, and then he went off with a whole bunch of bounty hunters. That's right, because he has so in the in the Clone Wars, because I looked up a video on him, I didn't ever got to watch it. He was rolling with some uh that one lady, uh I forgot I forgot her name, but she's another was like bounty bald. hunter, right? Yeah, she's bald yeah, with she's a like, little ponytail yeah. and she's like yeah. white, white. And when he went to sneak in and be like a, a clone with them, um that's when like she came back and he sacrificed the rest of those 
clones, didn't he? Like he killed them, basically. I don't. Like he left them on that ship to drift off into space with no supplies, and I believe they assumed they all died. I think they were rescued later on by like Jedi, because in the books, in the books. No, no, in the in the cartoon. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't see. Like I said, I just saw like a timeline on YouTube of his. Yeah. Um, his totally uh, clone war stuff yeah. Yeah. what a traitor like smoking the uh, they he left them but they were rescued and i think they were rescued probably uh, by like obi-wan or somebody like that okay okay so he's he i mean he's got a little mixture of both i i, I mean i would have always been fine with him not being a mandalorian like uh, that's fine he just has the armor yeah um i i never would want him to be like part ways with it though being oh, like no. to me like that's him that's his you know armor that's you know i actually it's... thought it was like really interesting sorry to interrupt you steven um no no you're fine Go ahead. but like before he got his armor back from i honestly forget the main guy's name like did, did they just call him the mandalorian like did he actually have a no, name? he had a he had a name uh um, well you're talking about you're talking about the guy he the one uh, the, timothy the oliphant the main the no main. no oh did you yeah yeah his name's okay. Din Djarin, or oh, Din... I just call him yeah. Mando, so I'm like, he doesn't have yeah, a real just Mando. He's yeah, just Mando. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, anyways, like, before he got his armor back from from whatever his name is, Mando, uh, he, he went no armor whatsoever, and I thought that was, like, really interesting. Like, he would rather go no armor at all if he doesn't have his Mandalorian armor. And I think that just shows how bad yeah. Boba Fett is as a character, too. Mm-hmm. The the thing I'm wondering is like what was he doing the whole time? It's not like that armor was lost, really. Like he found it on the the same place that it you know kind of just was, wasn't it? Yeah, because uh, where were goddamn what's the planet? Uh, yeah, it's Tatooine still, right? Yeah, that's where they were. Because that's where he got eight. Thing? Yes. No, no, no. I don't think they were on Tatooine. I thought they were on, the on Tatooine. Tatooine. It was on the planet with Jabba the Hutt and it's Sandy. There's too many. It's not Tatooine. I don't know. Chat, Chat. I know you I'm, know. I'm we're, we're definitely the not. Honestly, we're gonna yeah. make so many Star Wars fans really angry. Yeah. yeah. I apologize, man. But, uh, I, I, for the I, love of God, they were on Tatooine. It was Tatooine. All right. It was Ratatouille. They were on Ratatouille. My question is, like, how far? Because, like, honestly, like, I feel like the Mandalorian show isn't too long after, like, uh, the third movie. All right. It's five years. Five I believe years? it's five yeah. years. Yeah. So, I mean, he's probably yeah. looking for it for, for five years. He's probably, like, in recovery because he saw, like, Boba Fett was, like, covered in scars and everything. So, mm-hmm. he's probably. I guess. Okay. I would. He should have had a. Um, well, he well, maybe seemed he like did he have his armor for a bit, too, and then it just got stolen or he had a, for the same reason, pawned uh, it off. I watched. I, I watched a. I watched a video and they were like talking about um, what they think his like progression went because he was like in the movies, the original trilogy, he was like this bounty hunter to be feared. Everybody should fear him because he's, you know, the best. And so his armor is all fucking beat up and stuff from all the battles he's been in. Mm-hmm. And then he gets bested by a Jedi falls, basically left for dead, escaped. And he's just on this, he's on Tatooine without his, without his armor for some reason. We don't know how he lost it. Um, By getting eaten. <laughs> but, but he escaped. You know what I mean? Like he escaped. It was, he, he was wearing had, it. 
probably had to ditch the armor to get out. So he probably crawled out butt naked in the, the Sarlacc's mouth. Sliced yeah. up. Yeah. But I mean, like, I imagine like, he got robbed or something. Yeah, it was like some like I think like he was like forced to part ways with it. But I mean, like at the the tail end of the episode, there was like the end credit scene, and they're like it was basically a promo for a book, which I thought was pretty cool because usually it's always a promo for a movie or like a spinoff series, but they actually did a promo for a book all about Boba Fett. It's probably like a new one where they explain like what happened to him in those five years leading up to this point. Is it a book or is it? I think it's a just series. called the Book of Boba, and it's yeah, I thought it was series. just called the Book of Boba Fett. I mean, it feels weird that they would, I don't know, name its show the Book of Boba Fett. Well, on this I mean, on this Wikipedia, it says the Book of Boba Fett is an upcoming television project focusing on the character yeah. Boba Fett. Why would they name it? It is first Eve's. Because I mean, Avatar did that too. They yeah, did Avatar did the same thing. Book one, That's different. chapter That's whatever. Different. No, they didn't name the show the book the Avatar. And I'm like, that's no. Yeah, no, I don't think thing. it was. A, it's an actual book. It's book, Star yeah. Wars, the book of Boba Fett. Yeah, that's they don't want people reading. It's probably his journey, just like realizing that he's more than just his armor. Um, it'll be interesting to see where they take the character. Honestly. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't know where the character would go from there. Like, I think he's just gonna go back to being this fucking badass, ruthless like ruler. Well, I sh- guarantee you. Shows like he kind oh, of took ahead. over the uh, the throne that Jabba the Hutt had, so I feel like he's gonna yeah. be part of like the whole like hierarchy with the Huts because they're kind of like the space mafia. Maybe he'll be be part of that now. He's he's gonna die at the end of it. Oh yeah, and they're gonna. They're gonna give his his armor to somebody else. It's gonna be a, a brand new. Yeah, it's gonna be a brand new, um, brand new Boba. Basically, There's, the torch is gonna be passed. But, That's, but we we jumped way ahead because that all we that jumped Boba, way, all that way stuff is like at the end. But I That's mean, okay. it is it is exciting. Tied, I mean, like it's it's tied to the main to the story, but not the main plot. So it's okay. We're just talking yeah. about Boba right now. Yeah, his, his he's actually more exciting in this show than than he was in the movies. Oh, 100%. Oh, he's a background character Hands in the movie. Down. He was a background like, character. He's kind of a background character here. Yeah, like he's he's just he was just the armor in the movies. Yeah. That's that's what his character was. This guy in his cool armor has a flamethrower and a rocket. In yeah. this show, it's like he has he has like more dynamic. He came in, you actually got to see him do more than like two moves. It's actually whooping ass. He's a badass pilot and all this other cool shit. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like they just like the little that they showed, it was a lot more. It had a like, way more of an impact for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, so I was just going to say like, I, um, yeah, because I feel like Clone Wars, they like took a lot of characters and they really built up a lot of like background for, it. I mean, like it went on for like six, seven seasons or something like that. So there was like a lot to like, build up and they had Boba Fett as a kid throughout it like consistently I feel like and he was he was pretty much just hell bent on trying to kill um, Samuel Jackson basically wasn't it uh, like in the beginning no, of his stuff Obi-Wan yeah. I thought he was trying to kill no, Sam was, Jackson because Sam kill, Jackson killed his dad no yeah. Obi-Wan killed his dad no he didn't it was uh, what, Sam what, Jackson where do you think he was right now <laughs> you're thinking swear, you're thinking of Darth Maul no. You're thinking of Darth Maul Obi-Wan's rivalry. No, I was thinking of the for some reason I was thinking of the 
battle that Obi-Wan and Jenga Fett had on the clone planet when they were make where they were making all the clones for some reason. I felt like he killed them at that point. But no, it, yeah, no, they escaped. Yeah. yeah it was escaped. it was my bad. Part of that that really good fight with all them Jedi's. Uh was it I felt he went out too easy. Oh, yeah. Jango? Jango, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, it yeah, was yeah. like one second. Yeah. He no, like literally it was whack to me. I remember seeing that for the first time. I was like, this cool character. I like Sam Jackson, you know, whatever. And uh, Mace Windu is definitely my favorite Jedi. But he's, like, he's pretty awesome. <sighs> they could have made a better fight than just M- like Mace. he just slashes one time and he's yeah. dead. Oh, yeah. Well, Mace Windu's like a really powerful Jedi. He's on I the get it. He's on the council. Like he's he's. More than just he's a badass motherfucker. That's who he is. And Terrible. Feel, it's Space Windu. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like we forget how powerful like the Jedi are because we were always like seeing all the Star Wars stories through the point of, like the Jedi's eyes. Mandalorian is like the first time where I felt like, oh shit, the Jedi are really awesome. Like I always think they're awesome, but like they're really badass. They could take on a full army because you saw like Ahsoka in that one episode, and then this episode too. I don't want to say yeah. it to get there, but she yeah she was she was pretty dope when, when they they showed soka that that was that was a good yeah, uh good episode sick. as well mm-hmm. uh well the gang got all back together you got basically three mandalorians and a Django fit uh yeah <laughs> that were going after the kid moth gideon had him uh locked away on the ship and they came up with a pretty cool plan uh to to get onto the yeah um the the ship yeah, it was good. So, <laughs> you had you had them uh, pretend to be the Empire ship, mm-hmm. and they're being chased by Boba Fett. Or yeah, Boba Fett, and he's shooting at them but missing on purpose. And uh, they just kind of crash, crash land into the the Star Destroyer or whatever. And then they send in the women. Yeah, I was going to fuck shit women. up. Yeah, like, they give, they obliterated everybody. Like, give me that show. Uh, that was uh, it was hot. Oh my, so God. terrible. Like, Step on me. That's terrible. <laughs> Step on me, uh, Bo-Katan. There was some dope. Yeah, they had a pretty uh, dope shootout on that one as well. When like when they were crossing the bridge, and then the two Mandalorians jumped off the side, and then oh, they popped yeah. back yeah. up and just started blasting everybody. That was that was sick. That was really good. Um. So the, uh, the after all the fighting goes through and they make it towards the 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 um the ship deck or whatever and they take out everybody there where they think Moth Gideon is going to be uh he's not there he's just he's at the um he's in the cell with the he's in the cell with the child, with the child. What's, what's what's his name again Grogu, Grogu yeah uh and he's got the dark saber and that, but that's that's after that's after uh, the fight between after the dark whatever soldiers dark, those oh, yeah, the, the dark troopers the, the dark, dark troopers, troopers yeah, yeah, yeah 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 those things are insane did you notice that they actually look a lot like Darth Vader like their helmet I did not I just I thought they were just like robot looking yeah. it reminded me of uh, real steel that robot oh from God, Real that Steel. Yeah. Terrible. No, yes, I've, I've never seen what you're that. About. You never it's seen that not, movie, Real Steel? It's no. not a good. You don't need to see okay, that. It's basically Rocky Rachel. with robots. It's not bad. It's pretty I've never good. Seen Rocky. It's no. Uh, 
Rocky, you could probably pass too, actually. I mean, it's a good movie, but... Insane. You could probably pass. But anyway, it reminded me of that robot Zeus in there. So they're strong. I mean, they're not like best car armor, but uh, they can reflect fire, uh, direct fire, because he was blasting the mess out of one and nothing was was happening. Bouncing. Yeah, it was just pinging off. Um, And I like how they set that up, where he struggled to fight the one. So it's like, he got his ass whooped. He kept getting punched in the helmet. I was like, thank God his helmet was made out of Beskar, or else he would just be dead. I was so, waiting for it to just start like getting crushed a little bit. It's like like flying. I thought up. it was too when he was punching him yeah. against the wall. It's, it's but he's just going back like it's like the Star Wars Animantium Wolverine. Yeah, but pretty much. In, yeah. yeah, but okay, but, but in the comic books, when when um, the Hulk punches Wolverine in the head so much it knocks his brain into the adamantium and it just turns it into mush. Oh so shit. He could have had the same situation going yeah. on if that happened. It's a concussion. I mean, football yeah, players. It's a concussion. Thank you. So when he was getting pounded in the head, I was like, he's not taking that unless it's unless the metal like absorbs shock he's, or he's something like, like that as well. Foam paddings just all yeah. over. Nah, he's taking his brain is getting fricked up. I'm yeah. like, he's gonna that forget Grogu's name <laughs> by the time he's done. Um, but he knocked them all out of the ship. That was dope. He got a, he was able to kill one of them. Yeah, with uh, that Vizcar uh, spear. Oh, that spear, yeah. yeah. And he actually but, knew how to use that shit, <laughs> which is which is dope. It's probably some type of training they uh, go through. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. You gotta start from the bottom. Basic weapons before you can go into blasters. Uh, so then when he gets to uh, Moff Gideon and who's uh, holding the sword up against the kid, uh, they have their scuffle, yep. which I, I knew he wasn't going to just uh, be like, okay, yeah. I'm just going to say, though, <coughs> that actor, his acting is so fucking good because when he was talking, I was like, there's no way Gideon's going to do that. But because he was trying to, like, let his guard down and everything, be like, yeah, you could just have the child. I almost started to believe him. I was like. This feels weird. Doesn't feel right, but he seems pretty genuine for some reason. Dude, I got cool. You would have caught a lightsaber to the back. I would have. He's, he's a good actor. That's why nah, you're going to see him actor. in a bunch of stuff. Good. Yeah. I want to see him in more things. Go yeah. play Far Cry. Uh, Far Cry Six. Six. Yeah, yeah. he's going to yeah. be the main villain gonna, in that. So. And he's going to be good, probably in that shit. So. I've never actually played that game, but I saw he was in it. And I was like, you know what? I might actually try this one out. I wonder if they're going to do the thing like they did with the other Far Cries where you can actually just beat the game in the beginning of it. Oh, I'm pretty if, sure if something some happens. Like that. yeah, yeah, I think that'd be that'd be dope. Um, but the OK, so the dark lightsaber is the big thing that I kind of wanted to talk about, too, because we know that Mando gets it eventually and he takes uh, Grogu back to the, the deck of the, the well, ship. He, he beats yeah. he beats. um Mark Gideon and, and so then so takes good. the sword. So. That was like one of my yeah, favorite like choreographed like fights that had in the show. Yeah, that it, it was it was good too because he was blocking with all the the, the arm pads the and stuff. Guy. Yeah, it was like Wonder Woman cuffs over here blocking his uh, every move. It, it was sick. It was great. Yeah, yeah. And then you can but, see okay. like the like the panic in Gideon's face. He's like, "This is supposed to cut through anything. Why is this not working against him?" Because his so armor you, is straight up pure Bizcar. Mm-hmm. Did you did you watch all of the Clone Wars, Rachel? Uh, I haven't seen the last season, which is basically what uh, right before Order sixty six. 
because I was trying to see. I thought I saw somewhere online that um, Bo-Katan had the the dark saber at the end of that. Yeah. So does that mean she got beat sometime? Uh, no, or, uh, by Darth Maul, I think. Right. I don't it's think they Darth Maul. I, she I getting... think it was actually. I don't think they actually showed that in the Clone Wars that it was taken from her. Um, also, this is. I haven't watched it in a while, so it's been a bit. But I think it was probably Gideon that actually took it from her, like himself, when they actually like so, conquered uh, Mandalore. So then, I wonder if they're going to do like a a flashback to where she lost it in the battle. Because like, if you have to lose it by combat, yeah. Um. Then then like it's a you know there's got to be a fight between those two for him to have it unless well, he just stole it it's uh, it's like they say though it's it's like you earn it and and you have to so the fight it's, it's all about that story it's like how did you get this this sword because whoever owns has a sword or the saber basically has control over it so you want you want that story of like yeah i had to beat this bad guy i was the one that defeated him in battle um, so people will follow you because I think it was like the person who had it, um, the the blade originally mm-hmm. united all the the Mandalorian, Mandalorian. Cl- yeah. tribes or clans. It's a thousand then, percent of space King Arthur with a scalper. That's it. That's actually I never even thought about that. That is yeah. brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's and, pretty much it. Yeah, yeah, and like you know, um, after like was it. The Empire, they took over Mandalore and everything. So I'm pretty sure that's like when they had those that big huge war and the Empire won and like Mandalore was like all the Mandalorians were like forced to leave their home. I think that's when he got the got the sword from her. Uh J Lap and Chad just threw down a, a gigantic wiki lore about it. Yeah, I knew about the first uh Mandalorian that was accepted into the Jedi Order and he's the one that made it and everything like that. And then whenever that all fell down. The Mandalorian went through and actually got the sword back. And now it's whoever owns the sword runs the, you know, runs all the clans and stuff like that. But, um, I understand the story thing. Like, Oh yeah, you gotta have some type of tail how you got it and stuff. But like, he literally is just handing it to you to be like, cause is yeah, what are you going to do? That's the thing with Mandalorians. Like they were, like especially Bogotan, they're weird. They are weird, but they're like, um, what is it? They're just like really, really like a military uh, fighting. They're basically like you know Klingons in Star Trek, where they're all like all about battle and honor and things they're, like that. That's exactly what Mandalorian. They are straight are. up warriors. Like this is yeah. their their thing. It's and it's no different from a Viking or you know what I mean like. Mongolian but he's he's Mandalorian, right? He's a Mandalorian, right? He's a, he's a foundling, and she has to like she has to fight him for it or else it's just like not honorable to her. And it's just like this whole pride type of thing. And she but wants she to conquer back Mandalorian for how Mandalorian was. Like, See, but the, was. The, the weird thing is, didn't she first get it by somebody giving it to her? I don't know. Like, like somebody gave it to her. I think she, didn't she get it in Clone Wars, not Rebels? I thought it was, I thought it was, I didn't even seen the shows. I just watched a video on, Something, but I thought I thought they said rebels. I could be wrong. But uh, anyway, like I thought, I, she, I thought they were they gave it to her because I remember I remember seeing like a, a like one of the characters like kind of like presenting it to her like here take this and then she takes it and kind of unites her group. But I think that was the first time she had the saber. 
Yeah. I know, what was it, the actual, like, Mandalorian, like, Empress or something like that that was, like, in love with Obi-Wan? I know she had it for a bit, and I forget how she lost it, and I think that's where Bo-Katan got it from. It's from her. Was it Sabine Wren that gave it to her? To Bo-Katan? Does she have, like, purple hair? Did you yeah. see the picture of her? I think yeah. so. Sabine, yeah, she's, so. Like a, she's another Mandalorian uh, person. She's from Rebels, yeah. So maybe she did get in Rebels. I haven't seen anything in Rebels, so that's I need to catch up on that too. Uh, well, one way or another. So the thing I was just basically saying this is, is just like, talk squigs. sorry. Um, yeah, it's full blown, full blown. It's it's written yeah. in our description and everything. He should have known. Yes. So, uh, so again, you might want to leave if uh, you have not caught up with Mandalorian. But the the thing I'm like, the only people are there, I understand there's at least one other Mandalorian there. Mm-hmm. Um and your both partner. of them like, but I know, but but I'm saying, but both of them know that he doesn't want it. So regardless of how like if if they even fought, he's gonna throw the fight exactly. or something. He's he's not gonna fight the whole way. So regardless of what she thinks, like that she can't really get it to to be honorable from him in the way that she wants to get it that way exactly so it's a pride thing just that's what it comes down so, to I, I mean if you really want to unite mandalore and put it back up on the map and everything like that it's time to put the pride aside I that's what like, i feel i feel like now because of that and everything and because of the way the show ended um that's probably going to be like what what next season is about is them like taking back mandalore so Squiggles just so Squiggles just said in chat, remember the time that Sabine just handed Bo-Katan the Darksaber in Rebels? Yeah, uh, but all of a sudden Darren Jin or Din Jaren uh can't do the same. Okay, so that's yeah, what see, I thought. I think I, I saw Rebels, that. Yeah. I thought I, I I think I saw that is is what I was and that's how she got it back. Cause um uh Sabine th- was like, You're the one that can uh that should rule Mandalore. And she gave her the, the dark saber in front so, of like a whole crew of people. Like there was in whole... front of a crew of Mandalorian. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's okay, why yeah, I'm that's like, super fishy, then. like what? what the hell? I don't. Yeah. I mean, like, I, did, I, I, did like Bo-Katan like actually, was it fight the person and they lost the saber and Sabine just picked it up and handed it to her? So I, I think, and squiggles, you can correct me if I'm wrong and somebody probably will. I thought um, Darth Maul had it, and okay. Sabine Wren is the one that beat him to get it. Damn, that's okay. what I that's what I think because I'm not I'm not sure, but I could have swore that was how it went. Um, but I, I mean, I feel like they. I don't. Yeah, because uh, JLab mentioned in chat, Rebels was just make it up as they went. I feel like they were a little bit more like loose with like. I don't know the, the rules and the plot oh. and everything. They kind of like it was. I'm not saying it's bad anyway. I saw a few episodes and I feel like it's pretty good. But I feel like they were just kind of like winging it as they went, you know. Hmm. So I mean, but still, you can kind of still tie it together, though. Yeah, you can you can still kind of tie it together, and and um, it's just it literally is just up to them doing their research on what has come before them. Like with comic book characters or comic book writers, they do that. They have to do that all the time. Like if if you get chosen to write a comic book and you want to write for Batman, you better read up on the lore and see, you know, where if you get written to write for the main universe of that comic book, you got to know the lore 
so you don't just make up some stuff but that it's, it's kind of weird because dave filoni he's the one that was like i think a part of that episode too and he's the one that made clone wars and i think he's also the one that oversaw rebels he was like the creator mm. of ahsoka so he should have known that lore or he should have like not had that big huge plot device like added in that he already like retconned before i don't know maybe it's just a small oversight and what sucks to me is i feel like that story just left like it just dropped you know because as soon as uh you know everything got you know kind of quieted down we got the kid back in our possession we got the dark saber then you get the the um uh the the robots they come back in play yeah. and they're pounding their way trying to get in through the door <clears throat> the blast door and everything so everybody's preparing to yeah, uh essentially pretty much yeah. you know go out fighting or something the Gideon last so, stand yes getting was so smug you like you guys are all gonna be dead except for me in your face yeah and then you get one tie fighter coming God. in no it's an x-wing <laughs> All right, X-Wing, excuse we don't me, wanna, yes. We don't want to get attacked one, by Star Wars. One X-Wing. Yeah, the TIE Fighters were the ones that were sent out before. But I you get screaming. one X-Wing come and land in. And you know who I honestly thought it was the first time? Huh. Like, no lie. Because I was like, okay, it, I, it might be the Jedi guy, but you know who I wanted to be? I wanted to be Porkins. that Asian dude. Yeah, uh, I wanted to be that Asian dude <laughs> that's been in through, sprinkled in through this season. I low-key thought it was almost him, too. And I was like, what is one rebel guy going to do? I was like, he's going to come through. He's not going to know what's going on right now. And he's going to be in trouble. But... Sure Can enough. Imagine him fighting all the dark troopers. That would be awesome. That'd be yeah, dope. And That'd he's so just dope. a badass commando. <laughs> and yes, he's just please. wasting them left and right. Oh my God. That's what the, the, what is it? Republic commandos or whatever. That new, yeah, that, that new, new Republic Rangers or something like that. that yeah. So that's it, stars just him. Just him. <laughs> okay. And he's just lit. Oh, sorry. <laughs> No, 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 go ahead. I was, sorry, I was about to like jump ahead and be like, okay, so who would you actually think once you saw him come out of the ship? Like, who would you think that was? So, I, I mean, we all knew it was a Jedi. I didn't yeah. think it was uh, Luke, though. I, or, you know what? I thought it was going to be. I just, I just hoped it wasn't him. Yeah. That's, that was me. I, because like, I don't know, just because like the only Jedi that we know of that actually had like the Jedi training that would be alive at this time period was Luke and Ahsoka. They haven't mentioned like any other Jedi escaping besides, I guess like Obi-Wan and Yoda, but they were dead at that point. Well, I, I, ooh, I think, uh, wait, damn wait, it, I think I, there, there are Jedi that are still around. Cause I think was Cal I, Custis, I haven't, I haven't finished the game, mm -hmm. so I could be totally wrong, but from, from fall, uh, Oh, the fallen order. Yeah, order? That guy. And also I think that kid. guy's still alive. I haven't finished the game, mind you, so might be you wrong. Think, you think they would have reached into a video game and threw that guy into the actual... Actually, that would be that would yeah, make a lot no, more sense in my opinion. He's, it's canonical. Opinion. It's you know what would have been cooler, though? Is the kid from Rebels, like the main kid. Uh, I, I, huh? I thought he was gone, though. Like, like lost in deep space. And that's why Ahsoka was looking for him. Was Ahsoka looking for him? I thought she was so, looking for that Emerald guy. The she last time, yeah, the, the last time I, the uh, last thing I saw and somebody again on, he, on here, Ezra, Ezra yeah. got uh, Admiral Thrawn and, mm -hmm. and basically went into like a deep space type of thing with his ship. Like he, uh, 
basically jettisoned himself uh, away to get Thrawn out of the picture, like well, sacrificing honestly, himself. Shit, but I'm that's the last thing I saw <laughs> I like on, this, on YouTube. Sir. I don't know if that was the last thing for that show. Um, but whenever she was looking for Thrawn in like two episodes ago, uh, Ahsoka, uh-huh. I thought that's where they were trying to pick that back up with. Well, that'd be like, cool for, like she's looking show. for Ezra. Yeah. yeah like her whole thing is she's looking for Ezra. Yeah. And that makes sense because like Ezra, like he saved her and basically brought her like quote unquote kind of back to life in a way. Um, so it'd be like really cool to like see her try to save him and bring him back. Is that the, is Ezra the one that's voiced by Freddie Prince Jr.? No, no that guy died. Yeah, he was oh, like okay. His well, spoilers. Thank you. Uh, yeah, 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 I haven't seen like, it. So. It's been like two, three. Years. I've never seen. It. I'm kind of making the journey. It's, all right, it's too <laughs> late, man. You should have. You should have seen it. Uh, yeah, I guess we it. had the spoiler spoilers. warning. Yeah, yeah. You should have right, muted us, man. It's fine. It's fine. But I wanted. I I did want. I wanted it to be like another Jedi. You know why? Because here's here's you know, we're going into spoilers. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm. I'm personally don't really. You know, I'm. I don't get in that camp of I'm tired of the Skywalkers and seeing them. I'm. I'm tired of seeing prequel stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. centered around you know stuff that we know is going to happen. Like in my opinion, even though Mandalorian is a prequel to everything that happens, it's a whole different situation away from the it's, big big picture. It's yeah. far removed from. Yeah, it's far removed the, the, to the where picture. you can get little sprinkles and little Easter eggs like we did today when Luke came on to the ship and everything like that, right. or Ahsoka dropped on. Like, I uh, when he, so I knew it was going to be Luke, like just in my head because I couldn't think of any other like Jedi. And then when I saw him fighting before he put like lifted up the hood, I saw that he had one glove, and I started like slapping Galen's arm. I'm like, oh my god, it's Luke. <laughs> I was crying, like, 4K crybaby. Uh, terrible. But I thought it was kind of weird that he was like CGI because he had like absolutely no emotions. He was very robot-like. He yes. was very robot-like. And that was <laughs> off to me. A lot of the, the budget went to getting that done. Yeah. They should have just cast as Sebastian Stan because they are identical. And I've, I've heard rumors. It's 100% not confirmed. It could even be just like fans wishing it, but... I heard that they were like in talks of him like taking over the role. So I'm hoping, especially since like obviously he's going to come back with Grogu, like they have Sebastian Stan, they have like a real person there. So this is why I didn't want it to be Luke though. Yeah. Because there's a comic book that explains what happened with Kylo Ren at the Jedi Temple and everything like that. And they introduce younglings or or whatever at the Jedi Temple that were there when Kylo Ren was there. Mm -hmm. And then when they say that Kylo Ren destroyed that temple and everything, he killed the the younglings. They all died. So that means if Luke went and picked up Grogu and took him back to to train as a Jedi, and he wouldn't be an adult in, in that that span of time because like he's fifty now, so clearly they aged a lot differently. Well, maybe that means he's he old enough where he can actually talk and everything. Because I feel like this point where the Mandalorian is, it's also a big time skip from a Force Awakens because they're like way older then. Yeah, you know, no, it's it's a it's a it's a definitely a time skip, but I yeah. feel like then he still would have been in that that Jedi Academy, and I feel like or then he died in that Jedi Lion. Academy. Or the Mando, he came and saved him, and he was there, and he was able well, to escape with Grogu. 
Well, Grogu's already had some training previous. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, so a little they, bit. Yeah. They kind of they kind of hinted at that, right? So I mean, he might not need that much before he becomes a Padawan. I just So like if they jumped ahead, right, to where he's like can have a um like a, a different mentor, somebody that's not giving him the basic training. I don't know. I feel they have to remove him maybe season two or something like that, but I feel yeah. they have to remove him from, from Luke's, you know, yeah, he, he gets his basic training and then goes and becomes basic a bounty training. hunter with, with uh Din Djarin. Yeah. You become like how Mara Jade was like before they retconned the books and everything where she was kind of like, she was a bounty hunter turned Jedi and everything. And they could kind of do that with Grogu in a way. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like they got to because like he's a fan favorite, hands down already. Yeah. Um. So they they got to figure out some way to 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 I don't know to to retcon that or something. But you know, so like in, in chat, I, I just want to get chat before I, it scrolls all the way down. Oh, so J Lap was like, the movie said Kylo was one of Luke's first students, and he killed all the students. And then Squiggles was like, um, Kylo Ren is Ford during the Mandalorian. That's right. But like, still, if you chime jump, like we don't know how these Yoda kids age. The one that we see, Grogu, he's 50. So we have no idea how old he would be in the time jump. I mean, we know how old he would be technically, but like how mature or, you know, developed as a, you know, being during the time jump. So he could be like Groot, a teenager at this, you know, stage or who knows, maybe they do a quick, you know, hyper jump and they're full adults. Hyper speed maturity. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. So when did he try to kill, kill Kylo when he was older, right? When he was like a teenager, yeah. That he was a teenager, yeah. Teenager, okay, so I mean, you gotta think that had to be at least 10 years. So He's sixty, so he's right? sixties. Not much older than he is now. Yeah, Yoda was nine hundred years old when he died. Yeah, but okay, so but we don't know when his quote unquote teens were. <laughs> like we're guessing off of you know what we would presume you know to be. Yeah, where his teens would be. I was just gonna say though, it makes sense uh, that Luke would be the one that would be willing to take him because for Ahsoka, she's like, I can't take him. He has too much anger. You also have to remember, like, the last time she really saw a Jedi was when she was battling or fighting Darth Vader. And mm-hmm. he was like, no, Anakin's dead, all this stuff. And then she's like, well, then I must defeat you. And so she saw, like, somebody who had, like, feelings and was a Jedi have those feelings take over and be angry. Where Luke, he saw Darth Vader redeem himself. He knows even if you are angry and you do have emotions, you, you're not fully lost to a dark side. You can still be good. And so that's probably why he was like, yeah, no, Grogu, you're cool. I'll take you under my wing. And maybe he inspired the school after that. But before he actually made the school and had Kylo be one of his first students, Grogu went back to uh, the Mando. Well, well, well hopefully I'm he goes back to the Mando. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Luke is more of like a gray Jedi. For sure. But it's weird. Because he. With the whole thing with Kylo Ren, though, it's like that was just like a weird plot thing for Luke. It just seemed very out of character for him to do that to Kylo. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but was that the second movie they did that? Yeah, where they like showed what happened between the two. And it was just yeah. I mean, the movies are all over the place. They had so many different like directors doing each one. I don't know. 
Yeah, they, they should have definitely stuck with one director to do all three and yeah. just kept it at that. But, um, yeah, so Luke comes on board. He take, snatches up Grogu. He's like, yeah, we're out of here. My okay. CG face is a little tired. Um, <laughs> it looked like some Mass Effect Andromeda cutscenes. That would have been horrible. But they they just leave it there, though. Like, that's it. Because then well, after that, they just blanket, you know, they, that's it. They, they give you, though, they give you that sad, like, emotion, like, during the goodbye, oh. where it's, he has Grogu, and he's like, he doesn't want to come unless he's looking for permission from yeah. you. He took off the helmet for and, Grogu? And, and he took the fucking helmet off. And because that, that just shows you that how important Grogu is. is a is so important to him. I, I feel like now it, it's kind of progressed to where this is a father and son type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. This is this is his child. Like that is how protective he is of of Grogu, and it, it's so much like character development from what we saw him with the first season, and then now he's just fucking. He wouldn't take his helmet off for anything. Yeah. Yeah. He was going to die before he took his helmet off. Oh, yeah. In yeah. front of that, the droid. Yeah, you would see him like sleeping and he still had the helmet on. When he was eating, yeah. he would just like lift it up a little bit. He'd eat with the helmet on. I liked, I really loved that they showed that too. Yeah. When they yeah. showed him eating and just putting it under it his like, helmet. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. that was one of my biggest questions is like, when do you eat then, bro? But okay. All right, he just, just lots of soups and can straws. You, yeah. Can you imagine like, having acne with that helmet, never being able to wash your face, though? Oh, you know, his face is greasy as fuck. No, that's why you yeah. keep it on. That's exactly why you keep it on, so nobody sees that How ever. How do you maintain yeah. your, your facial hair? Just uh, shave No, well, they take it off when nobody's around. Yeah, yeah, you shave so it off when nobody's like around. So it's not like it's welded to his head. I don't know, man. So, like, it could be. the way he, How seriously he took it, he probably had it, like, always on. Showering with it on, no, everything. Probably smells like Head must. Oh, it's probably, it's probably, it's <laughs> yeah. rank. That Tatooine is a desert planet. That's fucking yeah. that heat. All that sand getting everywhere. Ugh. I could. They could. They literally could make this season one and season two like a full video game and not really change anything at all. Oh no! And just because they're all just like a bunch of side quests with an overarching overarching story. So Jeez. it it fits freaking perfectly. It'd be so, yeah. Um. Yeah, I would. I would have super played that video game. Like, I want to play Fall in Order, but I would play this. I want to play this. Oh man, if you made it like Fall in Order, where it's like the third person action type, yeah, type game. Oh my god, that'd actually be pretty sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, just make it a lot more, you know, less glitchy and clippy and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, it'd be so, good. It'd be good. Uh, so it kind of goes to black, and then after the credits, we get a, our first Star Wars after credit scene uh, for the Mandalorian, at least, uh, where they show what's the character's name? What's her name? I can't remember the Agent Maze. Oh, Finnick. Yeah, so they show Finnick uh, busting through in Jabba's old spot, shooting all the guards. Uh, and the Twilight. The, yeah, releasing her. Um, why are the Twi'leks always slaves? Uh, yeah, they were taken over one. by the Empire. There was that, that one is? that was a Jedi, and then she got blasted in the back. Alia Sakura? She did get blasted. Yeah, that didn't, yeah. Sound, yeah. Did that didn't sound dirty. didn't sound too good. Uh, I mean, <laughs> so, it's, it's accurate what happened. It is very accurate, yeah. yeah. 
Then we get Boba Fett uh, walking down and taking the throne of uh, Java's throne of yeah. Java. Yeah. And uh, I guess it just confirmed or they, they went ahead and said, yeah, we're getting uh, the book of Boba. Which is a show, <laughs> not a book, apparently. Which is a show, I and was not tricked. a book. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's so cool. They're encouraging people to read. Make it a book no. instead. No. Nah, get no, that they watch you on the streaming service. I was yeah, like, Emma will be they, so excited for this. No. They, yeah, no. I, I I really just was like, okay, whatever, on the Book of Boba thing. Yeah, I mean. Like, yeah. I, I like Boba Fett and all, but uh, okay. Yeah, I, 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 I want to see it for the other the other bounty hunter characters. Like Finnick to me is is cool. Like I like I like her character. Um mm-hmm. and then Ming Na is just fucking she's fantastic. Yeah, and, she is and yeah. pretty much everything she does. And uh so she's just it's just another badass character for her to play. I really hope that they bring her in that storyline or whatever it's gonna be. Um and I just want to see because you know he's gonna get some type of badass renegade crew uh i hope to god they bring in cop vanth because it's the same planet wait uh, butch and chat you didn't see the after credits <laughs> wow all right so whoever well, if you haven't seen the episode yet stay for the credits there is an after credits scene yes always stay for the credits scene. everybody always stay for the credits yeah. you need the after credits you literally Jeez. have a fast forward button buddy you, you do. didn't have you to really wait do. you could just fast forward a little bit i and according to, oh go ahead i was go just ahead. gonna say like i'm a little like kind of disappointed with how they like handled like some characters in this season just because i felt like they were just in there to promote a spinoff series like that's what it felt like this whole entire season that's like my only complaint it's just like everything like uh was it that rebel person talking to cara dune spinoff for the rebel rebel yep. show ahsoka spinoff for the ahsoka show um, yep. Just everything was just a spinoff this the season, which was kind of a bummer, and it wasn't like a character was like there slowly for the plot. I don't know. I mean, that's just my complaint. I would actually rather see some like something totally new in the Star Wars universe that doesn't tie to anything that we really like have seen before. And I actually sent you guys like a TikTok about it. Um, did you guys ever see that Star Wars TikTok I sent you? I sent it to you in the Facebook I, chat. Okay, no, no, no. I think I did see it. Is it the one that they were talking about that he wants to see a uh, a story where it's like a Sith person becoming a like in tune with the light yeah. type of thing? Yeah. Instead of just, instead like of a Jedi Empire. falling. Yeah. yeah. It's like all the Sith. You see like the Sith temple and everything. And it's all about like the dark side and it's how they're being tempted by the light side. And I feel like that would be like a really interesting take. It's just Darth Vader's story. No. If anything, it's more like Ventress. No, because Ventress. Ventress. The same thing. He like was a he went full Sith. Yeah. And then But what if they started out as Sith and then that's what they thought back. was always good? Like the Empire is like the way. Okay, that's eh, Yeah, well, and that's I what mean, they were like led, and they're like, Oh yeah, the Jedi are actually bad, and then they start to see how corrupt the Empire is, the Sith are, and everything they have always like believed everything was actually wrong. Mm. I, I can know. see they that. Just, I can see that. that J- it would, it would, it would have to start like deep within the Sith. Like, um, be, like literally it, like, like a Trump supporter realizing that they were wrong the whole time. Well, then you're really writing fiction, aren't you? <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. 
So, no, I can see it. No, but I can I can see it. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I, I mean, I think people are thirsty for for stories outside of the Skywalker uh, lineage and stuff like that. This Mandalorian just proved it. Yeah, um, it really. Did. So, but they got a lot of stuff in the works. So any of those things, so like Andor, the Rangers of the New Republic, um, uh, Ahsoka uh bad bash even the animated one like mm-hmm. i think people will still eat all that stuff up oh, yeah. um i personally want stories beyond what's already been told now yeah. like the timeline beyond what's already been told you, you and, want basically after the aftermath of these last sequels because i right? feel like with any major franchise you build a universe so mm-hmm. You could take the characters out of those universes, but you still have the roles on there. So mm-hmm. like you have uh, with Star Wars, you have still a concept of Jedis. You still have a concept of Sith. You still have a concept of uh, bounty hunters. You can put those, you can put names and insert those names into any one of those slots and it's going to be the same. So let's see some of those different stories out there. Let's, let's, you know, let's see what else is out there in the galaxy and beyond what you have now. Cause it seems like we're getting the same thing over and over with, when it comes to those type of stories of the Jedi order fail, somebody's going to try to rebuild it. The Sith empire or the Sith um, are gone, but now there's two. So they're back, you know, a master and an apprentice. So, Let's see where else we can go. But, so, you know, so yeah. you want something that's like, here's a pitch. Here. So uh-huh. because like Sith use the force too. That's just the all end all gasoline to the engine. Right? Yes. Yeah. That's how, how cars work. Um, so what if they did like, okay, now mm-hmm. in a different part of the quote unquote universe or deep space, there's a different type of source of power that's almost similar like on par with the force and it's I don't a different need any type of energy. powers per se i don't need any new like drastically new powers or anything like that just characters that their focus isn't on you know the jedi or the jedi, the jedi. like in rebels and in uh, uh like ezra's character in the beginning he wasn't really concerned between jedi and sith and stuff right they were just rebels and then he found out that uh, that what's the the other character was a Jedi, and he was learning how to be a Jedi, or you know at least. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like I need to rebuild the Jedi Temple, and I need to go and restart the you know my own school and stuff like that, and and make sure that the Jedi live forever. Like it was just okay. He's a Jedi, but he has his own kind of path and way that he's doing things. Yeah. So. It just seems like there's always a grand conflict in the universe when it comes to the Jedi. Why isn't it they're like, this is the status quo of the universe. Everything is resolved. And now you see how, like, what, what, is a, what does a Jedi live look like in a peaceful universe? I mean, there's still pockets of bad people that go on, but there isn't like this gigantic enemy force that's you know, the empire coming at you. What is, what's the story look like in that time? I feel like that's kind of like the beginning in Clone Wars because the empire wasn't like, I don't know. No. 
don't know. I feel like that's kind of just like the filler episodes in Clone Wars, I guess. I got it. Here we go. You ready? New yeah. show. Here, hit me up, Disney. All right. Let's right. Do it. So you you do a detective story, right, in one of the big planet cities. But the, it here's the catch, right? You have a basic mm-hmm. detective type, uh, gritty whatever military guy. It doesn't matter, right? He's just he's 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 a cop. And then his partner is a Jedi. And there you go. And it's just the way they do things. I mean, things. you can do that. Yeah. And it, but and it's then, like, has nothing to do with the good oh, or bad oh, side. It's yeah. Just, this guy has this amount of abilities. He can do this stuff. But he works with this guy who's just a basic, um, you can say, bounty hunter-esque type person. And yeah. they're solving space crimes. What yeah. if it was a droid detective? Kind of like Valentine in a Fallout 4? Yeah, you you got thousand percent could because that's that's what I mean. They built a universe already, so you know there's droids in the universe. You know there's uh, Jedi in the universe. Mm-hmm. Just put them in situations that aren't the gigantic overarching. You know, there's a, a a big fleet of the Empire that's threatening to take over the world. Like you yeah, don't like need that's to not do like that. Focus or anything, and then you can just yeah. see like the oh, Jedi man. and Sith. Like he's at a bar, and you see them fighting or run past the window, and he's like, ah, that again, and then it just goes back yeah. to his story. Just, yeah, just, that's just I want to see stuff up, like that. Straight up detective story, and it's just it's them. The guy's just sitting there smoking a cigarette. He has to light it on an R two unit. That's actually really cool. sitting there like, ah, oh, God, Tatooine, what a piece of shit. Terrible <laughs> cigarette. Yes, I want goes and just solves thing. crimes. I'm telling you, yeah, I, I hope in the future they decide <laughs> to do more stuff. Right now, they look like they're stuck in a. Um, in a certain period, a time period or whatever. Skywalker period, yeah. Yeah, and they just kind of seems like they're just really going to keep focusing on that and maybe side stories on that. So I think that's what they think. Because originally that's what drew people in was like, oh, you have fucking space samurais and all this stuff. That's that's the catch. Yeah. And I think they just too afraid to reach out. But they have this whole I mean, I don't blame universe them. and I stuff that no, no. Them? For sure, no, 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 like, but you have this universe that you can just build upon. Yeah, like you don't know what the, the day in life is in Cloud City. You don't know what shit that happens there. Like, the, like there could be gonna... so much lore there that you could just build on. It has nothing to do with the rest of the world. Just put yeah, a so story there. Squiggle said it's a sixty-seven year period in between episode one and nine. So that's uh uh the beginning uh, of the clone wars all the way to uh, Ray now with her yellow lightsaber. So I need to see outside of the 60. I need to see what, what happens in year 68. That's what I need to see. And then we get the sweet 69 year. And that's the porn. Wow. Disgusting. We're going to whore planet and it's just everybody's (laughs) everybody on the planet. And the lightsabers are light up dildos. That nah, would hurt. That <laughs> sounds wrong with horrible. You? <laughs> Sorry, that sounds, uh, and that's that's where the that's where the detective comes in. This girl's impaled by a cock saber. That's just- <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, we'll have to wait and see with all the new ones that come out. You know, if they actually decide to uh shake up things and get outside of uh the I, norm i do have but, one question you know. for you guys so yeah, yeah, yeah. what do you like i have a theory but i want to hear what you guys think what do you think that they were doing to grogu like why they were taking his blood and testing it 
He's got th- midichlorians. Yeah, but yeah, I think they're trying to. I think they're trying to make like uh, force clones, force sensitive clones. That's because, yeah. like in in Star Wars, the last not the last Jedi. I'm sorry, in the the video game Jedi Outcast Jedi Academy. Yeah. Um, they had a group of force sensitive people that you fought against. They weren't Jedi. They weren't Sith. They were just force sensitive um, enemies. So they they can like push and do the pull. They none of them had lightsabers either. Well, actually, some of them I think had lightsabers, but mm-hmm. the majority of them were just like basically Jean Grey moving things with their minds and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, well, so I think cool. they're just trying trying to make some r- randos like that. That's what I think. Well, they kind of oh, they kind of did that yeah. in the new movies. So that's why I think they're going to do like I absolutely hate the new movies that they did this, but where they made all those like Palpatine clones, and I feel like they're using Grogu's blood to help make those clones of Palpatine, and that would tie into the newer movies like Force Awakens and everything. I would hate that. Yeah, I, I absolutely hate it, but I'm like. For how the timeline is and what everything's happening, it makes the most sense of why they're taking Grogu. What if they're using Grogu's blood with the midichlorians, right? Yeah. To inject it in what's left of Palpatine because he's like dying or whatever. So a transfusion? Like, they just need basically blood, they trying blood to sacks. pump up his, his force. You know what I mean? By like jumps, like helping him recover. Yeah. And there he, were, and he there took a lot of damage. Too. That's how like. Ray's father was made, and then they had a big-headed, deformed Palpatine clone. We're like, who is this guy? You talking about Snoke? Yeah, he was confirmed. Was he a clone? They confirmed. That's what they said. Yeah, he was some deformed clone of a of Palpatine. I mean, I could see it. And I'm like, uh, I, hate, like I hate. This. It was like fucking. He was huge. He, deformed. Wasn't deformed that clone. huge? Yeah. He was huge. He like a, you make it seem like he was a giant or something. He was like he, a thousand feet huge. tall. Yeah. Yeah, his, his head, head was, was gigantic. Well, yeah. he had a big cave in, in the. Yeah, in, man. That's yeah. don't smoke cigarettes, guys. That's, yeah. that's, what it, that's what happens right there. You know why his head was so big? It was full of secrets. All right, we're, we're gonna, yeah, we're, I had to. We're, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go from that <laughs> one. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I really hope that they bring it back or explain something in uh, season three when everything gets back to you know up and and running again but i and that's the other thing it's gonna be crazy because by the time season three comes out we're gonna have a bunch of marvel things we're watching too like disney plus is gonna be packed oh yeah it is yeah yeah it is. It, it, i think disney plus stocks is uh, there's gonna be a lot of people into it by then it's it's gonna be crazy god so, damn it now i really want a, a buddy cop series I can just imagine Thank he's just you. sitting there. Thank he's like, man. I fucking hate Mandalorians. <laughs> Terrible. Just sitting there, flicks his cigarette. Come on. I don't know why he's smoking in space, whatever. But, you know, hey. It's Is good. there, um, I guess to to like put a button on this one, uh, one question. Is there anybody from the extended universe that is gone because he's they're legends now? Um that you would like to see them bring back and make canon officially? Mara Jade. Yes. Mara Jade. I need her back. She needs to be. It, it, her storyline doesn't even matter, though. No, because she's such a good Because it's just, but well, we already I'm, know, like, Luke's journey. And she's kid. nowhere, yeah, she's nowhere in that. Yeah, but then they could bring her back just kind of as a new character without Luke, I guess, maybe. Which would really suck, because I really liked them together, but. Yeah, I mean, because, yeah. I like, want she's whatever her own woman and she's a badass, so she doesn't need no Luke. 
I don't know anything about her, to be honest. But yeah, sure, bring her back. Sounds cool. Uh, uh, who'd you got, Steven? Uh, fuck, I don't know her name. But it's the villain who it takes... It takes a Jedi and a Sith to fight her at the same time uh, to beat to defeat her. I think I saw a YouTube video on that on on her. I, whoever, I don't know what her name is either. Whoever but. she is, she's like literally like I, I guess the Force, if you will, because it takes both sides of um, the Jedi and Sith to fight her, and they barely won when they did defeat her in the extended. I have no side. idea who you're talking about, but she sounds cool. She fucking I, I just saw like uh, a video and then the image that they had of she had like a weird like uh, slit mouth with all the teeth Ooh. fucking everywhere. She looked she looked badass because she had like solid black eyes and long like white hair. She looked like a goddamn ghost. I, I like, like it. a I Japanese horror movie. Friends. It was dope. Though. It was good. But I mean, like, uh, Aaron, you should be like, yeah, Mara J, let's bring her back. She's a redhead. Come on, man. Yeah, no, I, uh, yeah, no, I yeah, love and like Tasty. Definitely, Tasty yes. Yeah. Uh, the 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 problem is there's only one right answer, guys, and that's Kyle Katarn. Uh, he's the only one they should bring back. Uh, I, don't, I don't know anything about Kyle Katarn. So. Kyle Katarn, if, if anybody's out there that's played any of the Jedi Outcast games or uh, the Jedi Academy game, Kyle Katarn was a uh, I believe he was a smuggler first. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he smuggled plums, but I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> but throughout his game, he basically becomes a Jedi, but he doesn't like co-sign on like the Jedi way. Like he's mm-hmm. more of like, he's definitely like just a straight up gray Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish they had a better name than gray Jedi. Well, he's more like the, the balance. He's more there. like if Han Solo became a Jedi. Okay, that's literally what his characteristic is, and I think that's what they probably um, like did his whole thing under. It's like, yeah, he he. We need like a cool, you know, cool character, but let's give him a lightsaber. Yeah, so and then let's that, give him a detective partner. And he's solving he had a he had a he had a he had a manifesting um, this guys. I want this storyline. He had a a partner that he um worked with in one of the games. She was a ex Empire pilot, and like it was like their love story or whatever. And like Mm -hmm. she left and or whatever to you know to to be with him. And like they were the two. But I I don't know. Uh, That's the character I definitely want to see. Old Republic though, isn't he? No, he he's. He helps Luke create the Jedi Academy. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> he Stephen, becomes a teacher. Know who I thought just thought of? Okay, so what if they did this instead? What if they got Finn and Poe and they made that detective show? Like Finn decides to go off and be a detective and then Poe could be his pilot and take him from planet to planet. See, see, that would be good, but they kind of ruined those characters. They did. And this by, would be a way to like, By not building. No, but like, I think the damage is already done. Because yeah. like, I love, like, I, they, they, they messed up Finn. No, I felt like they put in so much better, and I loved him. It would have been a good buddy, like a buddy movie. Yeah, but they kind of they kind of ruined those characters, and I don't think uh, what's his name will ever come back. No, he uh, wouldn't land for nah. uh, God, was but, it John Boyega? Uh, yeah, John Boyega. He deserved so much better, and I feel like the way they built up Finn, and then they just kind of like pulled the rug. They kind of just threw his him. character away. Yeah, him and Poe, like they just like 
toss them aside. Yeah. I think it'd be, it'd be a good, uh, th- those two characters would be perfect. Actually. They would be uh, perfect, I just kind of wish yeah. they, they, you know, like you guys said, didn't kind of screw them over or whatever, but yeah, pretty much like all the, I mean, uh, people of color, like, even like Rose, they destroyed her character too. And then they just like made her a background filler. Yeah. Like not to throw shade, yeah. I she, she was forgettable. She was like they made her in, forgettable. in the third. And I never even saw the third movie, but like I just remember hearing nothing of about Finn and her character at all from the third movie. It kind of seemed like I'm like, did they, they were just they in there? Them. They yeah, were. they were there. They tossed them. Wow, they're yeah. in the third movie. They just they weren't. They weren't prominent I, or whatever. Yeah, they went Rose, up front. No. Yeah, she was just always standing behind. Uh, uh, Commander Leia, and I think she had probably like five seconds of speaking time throughout the whole movie, and which is I'm like super upset by that. And then Finn, I just remember him chasing after Ray like three times throughout the movie, and that was it. That's all they did for him. Yeah, Ray. I know <laughs> they made him a simp. They did. That's what they did. Oh, wow. We got to wow. use it before it's gone, guys. Actually, um, Twitch is Twitch already fixed that. They said they aren't going to ban people who say that. They're just they're going to review context and everything. So if you're saying it in like a bullying way and everything, they may give you a warning or ban you or something. Like if you do say like virgin incel or simp, but I mean like if you just like casually say it, they they said they're not going to actually ban you anymore. They get they, tur- they turned him into a simp and they made Ray fall in love with a murderer. Oh it's my ridiculous. god, I, like, I hated that so much. I it's so stupid. The dumbest. So stupid. Thing. You don't like the uh, the shipping of those two, Rachel? No, I'm not about stupid. it. He's a mass murderer. He's a douche. He's a, a douchebag. He's a fucking douche. And then for some reason, Emma ships them, and I was like, Emma, why? Why? Yeah, she was like, I was. I went and saw this movie with Emma and and uh, Kitty because uh, uh, they had an extra ticket, so I went with them. Mm-hmm. And then they were like all for it, and I was like, this guy just fucking murdered a whole planet and like a bunch of people. He killed children. And then you're just gonna be like, you know what? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll tap that. What? What was I Woman, doing? I right? Get them out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. Oh my God. They just want the yeah. bad boys. Nah, uh, yeah, Terrible. I don't know. It, it definitely didn't seem like uh, um, it didn't seem like that was a, a relationship thing. It just seemed no. like a struggle between light and dark. You know? Yeah. No, don't don't date people that treat you like shit. This man was trying to kill you. <laughs> or how about commits genocide? Or commits wow. genocide. Yeah. That's a bigger flag. Like, what's, what's wrong with you? He killed his father. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he would have killed Luke, too, if Luke was there. A better a better ending to that whole series would have been if Chewie fucking grabbed Kylo Ren and ripped his arms off. That would like, actually have been just fucking some type of... Boom! Just ripped them off. Blood gushing, and then Ray could have just cut his head over something. Nah, they should have made a Kylo a good guy in the second one, and then like <sighs> yeah. he was the rise of the Skywalker. Not no, Ray. I, I didn't. But it doesn't. Mm. It doesn't matter though because he's already a bad guy. He's done bad things. He's evil already. I I know, but you could Darth Vader. He redeemed himself, right? You say that he, he was yeah, a good guy. But he he did. He died. He became like. He died. He sacrificed the quote unquote good guy because he saved his son's um, 
basically his son's legacy type of thing. Yeah, that's true. He, But he's still a bad guy. He murdered younglings. He's evil. If he would have survived that, he'd have been arrested and fucking yeah, thrown there's in no, There's no real prisons. redemption for killing no. a there mass amount of no. people or uh, a child. You, like, you're, you're an evil piece of shit still. Yeah. You yeah. did a good deed, and because of this good deed, maybe good things could still happen. But you can't wash. You can't wash. Yeah, you can't wash off the the the, the bad stuff you did with that one good deed. Yeah. Like, yeah. like Padme, still a pedophile, tearing on kids when they're nine years old. I mean, she was a kid this. too. No, that woman was thirty five years old in the filming <laughs> of the first movie. <laughs> she was. He was like what nine, and she was she, like fourteen or something like that. There's a reason mm. that same child boy actor didn't come back. All right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that is different a little too much. But yeah, she was supposed to be fourteen. I feel like she just also has a very Mm -hmm. older face because when I saw her in a, oh my god, I forget what movie it was, but she was like fourteen's the new thirty-five is what it is. Like she was like a little little kid, like nine years old. Talking about the professional, Leon the professional. I think so. It was the one with the where her family was killed and everything. Yeah, and then she meets the assassin. Yeah, yeah. Then she tries to romance him. I'm like, what? This is creepy. Yeah, it's ew. That was weird. Yeah, yeah that was, she grew no, no, up with weird. pedophilia. <laughs> she so it's canon. Then she got it's canon. from there. From there, yeah. she got shipped to space, and then yeah. just try to continue the yeah. whole thing. If, wow. If Et is in the Star Wars universe. Leon the professional is also in Star Wars universe. That's terrible. It's canon. Oh my god. Boom. That uh, and my detective guy just like that's another crime solved. The <laughs> pedophile woman. All right, so let's let's wrap up this whole entire episode now uh, with a uh, review and discussion over The King in Black. Marvel has released the part one of a five-part series uh, called The King in Black, which sets around the Marvel Universe dealing with a brand new threat to earth i believe because i think he's uh, he's been out in space plenty of times threatening a whole bunch of stuff uh no everybody the symbiote god um we all read the comic book yes. uh Stephen, yes. rachel yeah. and i i, I did uh, read it yes okay I yeah, i'll give, let you guys take the mic first and uh, give your first impressions on on this comic book um it may like i'm not a person that buys comic books in like because I'm I'm intimidated by them because I don't know where to jump in. Uh-huh. This King in Black uh story in this comic book makes me want to go and read all the past Venom stuff and more things so I can know more about Eddie um Brock. the Eddie Brock and everything that he's kind of going through. Mm-hmm. Uh it it's that impactful. Like I've never I've never kind of like felt that before with comic books but i kind of have that urge to like actually go and look into it because of this one so uh, so far i really like it uh Uh, again it's only one issue rachel uh well ever since i was a kid i've always simped for uh eddie brock i love venom really yeah i don't know i loved him i thought he was a great character and uh the last thing i actually read about uh quote-unquote venom eddie brock was when he was anti-venom and i love that story arc so if you steven if you want to read more about who he is as a character definitely read that arc it's really great it's kind of when like venom really becomes a like a superhero and a good guy uh yeah but 
for this uh for the comic that we just read and everything i i love art that's like a big huge thing for me the comic books if the mm-hmm. art isn't good i can't get into the story but i absolutely loved it it was just like it kind of felt like a the style was like a throwback to was it heavy metal like the 80s comics and everything where it's like really rough uh, and stylized yeah, and a lot of okay. motion okay and just like the you movies. know what i i can see that because i felt i felt um especially with the villain too like it was spawn like spawn yeah. style maybe it's like the, the symbiote tendrils and stuff like that yeah that they used to design it but i definitely felt like it was straight up like a spawn um like type of feel mm-hmm I could totally Which see was that dope. Too. I, I like that. I like that. Yeah. I feel like right now where the story is, it's very <laughs> the villain's very OP and everyone just like <laughs> I was like it was like too OP. I'm like, where do they go after this? So to to catch everybody up, if you guys haven't read it, again, we're gonna do a little spoilers, but you should definitely head over to whatever your local comic book store is and check it out, pick it up, or uh download the digital version on Marvel's uh website. But you have Null, the symbiote god, who uh, is basically coming to Earth um, to to wreck stuff, basically. And Venom, Eddie Brock, enlists the Avengers to help out. And you got your heavy hitters, of course. You got Iron Man, you got Captain Marvel, um, Doctor Strange. Uh, who else? Uh, Captain America, I wouldn't say he's a heavy hitter. He's just, but he is the, you know, the, the leader of everything. So you, you got all the, uh, the, the major names, Fantastic Four. Everybody is involved yeah, in this Black one. Black Panther right? was there. You know who I thought was weird uh, that was there though? Who was that? Luke Cage and Black Cat. I'm like, how, how good would you guys be fighting a symbiote? Like why? Well, so Luke level. Cage, Luke Cage is pretty strong. Like he's, he's not. You know, he's not. I can, I can see, see more, you saying Black Cat not being there. Yeah, but like, I don't understand bloop. Black Cat for sure. I was just thinking more people who don't have powers, like even Captain America. The only reason I can see him being there is that he's a really good leader in organizing things. So I was like, okay, I guess. Well, see, I think that's why he was with them mm-hmm. in in the story of uh, um, because he he knew like it, it seemed like he knew he wasn't going to be able to do shit. So his thing was like organize everybody he has the ground people basically trying to save as many people as he could yeah and and rescue them from uh symbiotes that were coming down to i guess cover the ground and everything pretty much yeah um i mean you gotta uh, you gotta think about it though like it's it's um it's a thing where He's got the leadership skills, of course i mean if if you think about it, the leaders of anything. They're never the strongest. They're never the fastest. They're never the, you know, the most intelligent, but they're like, why would I need him then? If he's not the the best at everything, then why is he the leader? Well, it's because he can rally everybody together and he's probably got the best tactics out of everybody. Exactly. Like he's, he's not the Hulk. He's not as strong as the Hulk. He's not as smart as Tony Stark. You know, he's not as fast as Quicksilver. But he's still the leader of the Avengers well, like for like, a reason. It's like chess. The king can't yeah. do shit. Yeah, right? can't move yeah, around can't anywhere, move really. Yeah. That's a really but, good analogy, yeah. Yeah. But I also the king's the most important piece. Yeah. I also feel like Captain America as a character, when there's like absolutely no hope, which this comic really definitely had, there was like definitely no hope <laughs> for, for them sure. to like beat this guy. He's the one mm-hmm. I can like always usually like keep the morale going like hey there's always a chance there's always a way we can help make the situation better 
Yeah, he never is. is he's definitely got that uh, never quit attitude for sure. And he doesn't falter under the pressure of whatever he's fighting. He's just so he, no matter what, he's never going to give up. Yeah, things will work so out. Eddie, Everything's fine. Eddie, <laughs> he could do this all day. Yeah, he could Eddie, do this all day. Eddie is warning everybody. Hey, Null's coming, uh, and he's got like all these giant uh, dragon bat looking things uh, just as- ascending on the planet earth and Tony Stark and his hubris think that they can take care of him by like with a bomb in space. Like but he, he takes out like a hundred or something like or a few it's, hundred. It's, a, it's a, a hundred or something like that. Yeah. Like a hundred, but there are thousands upon thousands yeah. of yeah. these things. And uh, they, they just come down and they're just like causing havoc. Dr. Strange can't, you know, do anything with all his uh, they're, magical they're abilities. They're breaking through his his uh, barriers as fast as he can put them up. Was one of the quotes mm-hmm. on the yeah. Thing. But they're that, missing. They're missing Thor. Because oh, I mean, Thor's Eddie, missing, Eddie Brock yeah. was Thor. Did you see the character design for him? He does look exactly he like, exactly Thor, like Thor, yes. Thor. That's what I kept thinking. I was like, why does Thor have the symbiote? I was like, oh yeah, this is Eddie. But every, uh, again, all hands on deck. So you got the X-Men that come out of nowhere. And, and you know, the, if you don't have Thor's lightning, you got Storm's lightning, which the symbiotes, as everybody knows, are weak against uh, fire, lightning, and I believe the sound still, sound waves. Yeah, the vibration. I don't, I, don't know yes. if that's, I don't know if that's still a thing. But yeah, as far as we know. But you they, know. like, totally, like, wiped out Storm like she was nothing. They encased the entire Earth. The entire planet. Yeah. And even so he drops Nulls shows that he uses symbiotes uh to take over um celestials and bring them down to the planet oh Earth for the assault as well. So and, and like right, this right is right there, uh Captain America was like, Tony, you're not here. We need to retreat. Like yeah. this, we need to get the fuck out of here because shit. You're not seeing this. And Eddie Eddie is already at this point, he's hooked up to the um that Carnage throne. Whatever from I think his absolute carnage was uh like there's like some type of symbiote throne and he sits in it and he's like connected to all the the symbiotes, I'm I'm assuming. It's, it, I think it amplifies like a, a thing to where it can like you'd have to go back and read that uh the uh, well, whatever that carnage one is to know exactly what that chair does or something like I that. I think it connects him to all the other symbiotes. Like he's not fully connected, but he can sense them because they all kind of have like mm-hmm. a hive mind, right? Yeah. 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 So that's why he's able to sense when Noel is coming down and everything and he can see like them, like Tony Stark and all them fighting him in outer space. So insane. Like, um, they're not stopping him. They, and again, they had some people that actually kind of were worse, you know, not really... Like, why was Daredevil, you know, even though it's it's Electra as Daredevil now, but why are you there? It's, uh, it's just <laughs> to get the people to safety that are stuck on the ground. But yeah. I think the overwhelming presence of Noel and the, the symbiotes was just so fast. Like, it was just like that first steal of the city. And then you see all the symbiote dragons just yeah, dropping just down. down. And it's yeah. like covering everything. It's just like there was no preparing for this. The the amount of prepared like that you did isn't shit because you're not ready for the amount of damage that's about to happen to your world. Yeah, yeah, they get swarmed really fast, and then that panel where they show <clears throat> the entire planet just get engulfed 
in symbiotes. It's yes. like, yeah, there's like, nothing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so they bring it. We've got to say they before all that, they bring in their big guns, quote unquote. The century comes out. And as everybody knows, he's like one of the most OP characters in comic books. Uh, I had so, absolutely no idea who he was. I'm like, who is so this boy? He's basically the Superman. He's got, you know, similar powers, but like he. He looks like Prince Charming has, from Shrek. He can't. I mean, in the in sense, he can't die. I think the only thing they give him to like nerf him is that he's, I think, an agoraphobic, uh, which you know, scared to go outside. Uh-huh. Um, but like that's easy to, to overcome, you know. So he goes out there, and then he's got the, um, the void inside of him, which they did an alternate universe comic book that what would happen if the void ever was released, and it literally just destroys the entire universe. So. Null comes through though, and with ease, just like paper, rips him in half. And, Two moves. It yeah. was literally reach back, grab his head. Yeah. Blam, just done. Rip then, him in half. Yeah. Or From what I could tell, apparently absorb the void into yeah, himself. His, his I think his quote's like, like, you're the void, you are dark, uh, you're the void and uh, that darkness, basically, that you're made out of, bows to me, and then he just absorbs the void. Yeah, and then it's just yeah. He he's he says, "Child, I am Null, the Lord of the Abyss, a God of Symbiotes. The darkness inside you, that darkness bows to me." And then he said, "I am the Void." And then it's just a panel of him just there with blackness all on him. And I'm like, "All right, this dude is." Like it's it's game over, man. Yeah, <laughs> I really don't see like how they're gonna do this, but I mean, in a way, it's almost reminiscent of the Teen Titans comic when they were fighting Trigon, and how Raven she kind of like rallied like a group of superheroes together to fight him, and it was completely hopeless. And then in the end, they somehow pulled out their ass, they defeated him. Uh, I think I need to see more chapters, but I feel like it's kind of going to be similar to that story arc, especially so- with the kid. Eddie Brock, mm. you know, realizes, oh, he's here for me. He wants, he came for Brock or he came for, uh, he Dylan. His, his son's no, but he didn't Dylan. say, he didn't say Dylan. He said, he said he was here for, um, a Brock. Yeah. That's what oh, he yeah, said he was yeah, here yeah. for. So Brock was like, okay, if I give up myself, then he'll leave the planet alone. You know, I'll go, I'll give up myself and, you know, that you could just go. And he was like, yeah, no, I'm not here for this Brock. And he rips. He apologized. Yeah. He was like, Oh, I sorry for the confusion. I didn't mean you (laughs) literally rips the symbiote off of Eddie and tosses him like off of a, from a high place. Yeah. Just fucking drops him. That's where the issue ends with just him just dropping. And just like, okay, he doesn't have a symbiote. Yeah. So the symbiote is you're gonna, now. Exactly. Well, you're gonna just hit the ground now, it seems. So it like I okay, so before before that happened, uh Brock was sitting in that chair, which yeah. is wherever, but he has that conversation with Venom, the the symbiote, and he's like, you know, it's time, you know, one last fight. And then the symbiote's like, Hey Brock, I there's something you. I wanna tell you. Yeah. And then Brock's just like, I know, man. Uh, you know, I, I feel the He's same like, way I'm, or whatever. I'm pregnant. <laughs> it's not yours. It's Peter's. You bitch. Yeah. You bitch. Yeah. You know? And then, uh, but like, 
yeah, so there was that moment where it's like they kind of just made peace with dying. Yeah. They had their Grogu moment, their Mandalorian moment. Brock took off his helmet for the first time. Yeah, he, he <laughs> symbiote dropped. And, but there was that other scene where Cap and Luke Cage and all of them are getting uh, overwhelmed, basically uh, swallowed by symbiote. Yeah. yeah. And Peter just fucking takes off. Yeah, like man. they don't, and they don't give a dialogue. Or no, they Captain said America they, said, "Peter, go get help." Yeah. So I think Peter's gonna save Brock. Uh, I mean, that's that's, could swing and save him. Yeah, I think that's gonna happen. Um, as for what else is gonna happen, I have no clue because everything is just covered in symbiote now. Mm-hmm. Um, Dylan, Brock's son, uh, is in some type of vault. Or something. Yeah, he hit him in a vault that uh, was built for Peter. Whenever I, I, I feel like it was for the um, uh, Spider Verse uh, comic uh, storyline. Whenever Spider Man was being, oh, the different type of Spider Mans were being hunted through different dimensions. Mm-hmm. So they built that vault to try to throw him in there, uh, Peter in there, so he wouldn't get killed. Um, again, I'm not a thousand percent sure, but. Uh, I think that's what it is. Uh, and they have like ties in, like I said, you can, you can go see all the different tie-ins of everything. So it'll be, it'll be very interesting to see if that is the thing where Peter is the one to come back around and ultimately save Venom. And then they got to kind of, well, I don't together. I don't know if it's going to be like Spider-Man's not defeating. No, that's for sure. No, 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 no. Um, uh, it's gonna come down for sure to probably his son. But I want to know and more whatever. about his son because I feel like I feel so lost with that story part. Like I feel like I'm missing a big chunk. Like who is the son? Why is he relevant? What's the there? I, and there's yeah, there's some backstory on him. There's other comics, and you know we'll by I, the next time I, I'm pretty sure that we're gonna we'll 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 get more educated on the yeah so, on the like, the difference ones. I watched a video with a little bit of the backstory and it's like he he has like some ability where he can kind of communicate with the symbiote through the hive mind and get it to listen to him. So and that's kind of what I think Noah's afraid of. So he's trying to stamp that out, basically. Yeah, because that's kind of like a threat. Like if if, if the symbiote under Noah's control, the darkness or whatever under Noah's control can be affected by this kid that can kind of set the, the symbiote free. Uh, he's got to go because he can tap, he can basically take over Noel's territory and all that shit. Because he said he did, like, the kid did say he had power, so is it like he has, like, he's, like, part symbiote or something? That's why he's connected to them? <laughs> from what I understood from the video, and I could be wrong, again, I'm barely getting into that comic world, but I watched some YouTube videos I guess the the symbiote had DNA from Brock, but it um I guess was worn by another person. Okay. In a different universe, which is which is Eddie Brock's wife. This is uh too this is crazy. It's already yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like it was like this it's this like weird ass like thing. Yeah, they use the well, DNA of Brock. I was just gonna say, like the symbiote's always on him, like 
did he like turn into a condom and then it broke and then that's how he I mean sometimes it happens that way and, <laughs> and maybe uh, I think uh, the symbiote little... was like let me just get this in real quick oh my god I mean it's with it today it may have been a little little three way you thought you came oh but it was my really god mean. Steven. And on that note, everybody, uh, we'll be keeping up on this one on the King in Black. That, like I said, this was just part one. The next one that actually comes out will be December twenty third. But you guys won't hear from us until next year, at least in the podcast verse. But you can always follow us on uh, all the social medias, of course, before you log off. And we'll be still streaming some stuff on Twitch.tv slash before you log off as well, so you can catch us there. Even though you won't be hearing us in the podcast space till twenty twenty one. Um and yeah, no, we'll keep up with that one when they when they release and everything like that. So uh be on the lookout for that one. But we have gone just about two hours now, guys. This is probably <laughs> our longest episode longest. ever. Yeah. But it's good. No, no, it's good. It's, it's good. And it's, good it's good. I'm really glad you picked this comic because like I got I'm already kind of hooked on it. I really want to read more. Like that cliffhanger, yeah. oh, that legit cliffhanger. Yeah, legit yeah. cliffhanger. Yeah, I was just like, okay, is there more? I, I need to read the next issue now. Yeah, and I, I'm, I feel the same thing. Like, I'm never, I've never really been this passionate talking about a comic book mm-hmm. before because I've never, like, I'm, like I said, I was intimidated by them. So I've only watched videos about stuff or like talk to Aaron about certain characters to get background information. Yeah. So I, I do want to keep up with this. I think it, it it's going to be a good one. Um, yeah, our little, and it makes uh, me want to go back. Yeah. Book club slash uh, comic book reading circles. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, go pick those up if you guys haven't. Support your local uh, comic book uh, shops, uh, yeah. wherever they are, whatever city you're in. Um, so, like I said, this is the last episode for twenty. 20 everybody so we wanted to give you a little more content to hold you over until the next year uh i hope we see you guys or hear from you guys next year as well we got a lot of new things planned and coming up again we're going to be doing stuff on the youtube channel of course more streaming there's a couple of more podcasts actually in the work uh that we'll have for you guys as well we have a website that's being built our website builder just told me today that she's on vacation for like the next two weeks and it is on her list of things to do while she's on vacation so uh, i'm gonna Yes, in between her gameplay. I'm going to be watching uh, because I want to watch and see how websites are kind of built. So I told her, I said, can I a little little voyeur cam-ish stuff there so I can see what's going on? Yeah, we could do like a whole like Philo working session like we've been really needing to do. Very true. Yes, yes. I I just don't want to. uh, And I told her, I'm like, I'm not going to, you know, I want the artist to paint. So, you know, I just want to I just want to watch you paint. I'm not going to uh, tell you how or anything because you know more than I do. Like, yeah, she a, knows more than I do about that. So, uh, and then what else? What else were we forgetting? Anything? Uh, uh, anything? We may. I don't know because we we just briefly talked about it before the podcast, but we might be streaming on New Year's. So, yeah, yeah so might do a countdown for with everybody. Us, we'll probably be playing some multiplayer game with the whole group. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody's quarantined, so you better be in, people. Yeah, yeah do, something, <laughs> do something with your time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Play some video games. And we should really mm-hmm. plan like maybe a movie night during this Christmas break or holiday break, I mean. There's a yes. lot of stuff coming out, yeah. yeah. Yes. A lot of stuff. Yeah, so, yeah maybe uh, we'll, we'll put something out there. We'll see. 
They just got to follow us on all our social medias or join the Discord as well, where it's popping off in there too. Uh, so, uh, Rachel and Steven, is there anything you guys want to say before we log off for 2020? Rachel, you can go first if you like. I, I feel like this was a really good year. This is, uh, you guys brought me on as a permanent member in 2020, and I really like doing this podcast with you guys. I'm really excited for next year. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. Uh, no, it's definitely a pleasure having you on um, and bringing you on as a, a you know full-time member and stuff. And uh, thank you so much for working as hard as you do. Um, I know, right? You know, Jeez. Thanks nah, to Adam in the beginning, you know what I mean? He was with us and then COVID happened and yeah. people's lives changed and stuff. Um, but I do want to throw out that thank you. Aaron, thank you so much for working as hard as you do. Uh, we probably wouldn't have a Bilo network without you, man. That's 100%. Um, thanks, uh, to all the fans out there. You guys watching us on Twitch and listening to us. Um, yeah, the chat room. Yeah. Definitely couldn't keep this going if you guys weren't around and, and rooting us on. So appreciate you. I know this year's definitely not been ideal. Um, but you know, we'll get through this together if we try hard enough. So it's only uh, like 15 more days, man. Yeah, but the yeah. pandemic is not it's still going, you know what I mean? Until uh, as soon as New all... Year's happens, the pandemic's over. Wow. It's, uh, it's no. gonna magically Jesus. disappear. It's yeah. gonna be groundhog the whole year for <laughs> I know. I, I will figure out how the dimensions work and <laughs> yeah, break we'll it have to if that ever happens. Something. But uh yeah, no, thank you guys. And uh that's it for me, you know what I mean? And take close us out, man. Uh, All right, everybody. Thanks again for listening, and we will see you in uh, 2020. So for uh, 4K Crybaby Rachel uh, and the internationally known Steven Gutierrez, and thanks, Jerry, you know, even though he couldn't be here tonight, the man of a million memes, I am Sir Aaron Carter saying that is enough internet for 2020.